Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show from the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is, a Thursday, the third day of August, even though I put Wednesday on the paper. 2023, thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey, right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. Your phone number, 916-909. By the way, guys, thanks for noticing the Thursday (laughs) missing from the planner. 916-909-0985. You can also text us to that number on the text machine. I uh, get the podcast, stream us on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. On social media, listen to the BS uh, just about everywhere. And then on YouTube, which uh, I tweaked a little bit last night at the Bailey Show, uh, if that's your thing. You know, just never know what your thing is, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if you're a Facebook thing, if you're a Instagram thing, if you're a nothing thing, if you're just strictly a radio thing, if you're a YouTube thing. I just don't know. So we got to cover all of our bases. Um, Most so- people do lots of things. Right. Actually, I I don't know about that. I like I think we're getting to a point now where people are just pinpointing. They're like, it's too much. I'm over. I can't keep. I can't keep up. I can't compete. I'm just going to do one thing, and it's the younger generation that's kind of leading that charge because they're strictly Snapchat. You know, I mean, I thought they were more TikTok. Yeah. Uh. Well. I, yeah. I mean. I guess. I mean. I see my daughter just always like the phone is stuck to her hand. It's always on Snapchat. And I guess I don't know anything about it. I guess because you can delete the messages or the messages. Well, they delete d- themselves in 24 hours. So that's why, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoever came up with that idea, pretty freaking brilliant. Whoever came up with the idea for YouTube TV, if you don't have YouTube TV, when they have to fill in time between their commercials and programming, like they're not they're not showing programming from the local channels. It's their own program, like ads, I mean, uh, in the programming. But they have to fill time. It's a filler. And they have these very zen-like videos that play. Somebody needs to do a compilation of those. <laughs> I swear to God, I can sit there and I can watch these things forever. It's dolphins swimming in the water. It's daisies in the field blowing in the wind. And you sit there and you don't know how long it's going to last because you don't know how much time they have to fill. I love those type of videos. Who the, the river running the down. The river running. The rock. Right, the goat on top of the mountain <laughs> yeah. just looking out in the sky. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't want programming to come back. I just want you to keep that on the screen. <laughs> it's almost like, the, you know, back in the day they used to, I don't know if it's urban legend, if it's myth, if it was real or not, but they used to do subliminal advertising <laughs> where they would take the frames, because obviously it was done differently that time. They would take the frames of the film and they would, for a split second, put a name of a, a brand in there. <laughs> so subliminally you're watching it, you don't actually spend time to see it, but your brain catches it. Catches it. Mm-hmm. So you're automatically thinking it. And there's, you know, a thought process behind the subliminal advertising, even in today's stuff with jingles. Da 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 da. I don't even have to say McDonald's. Right. It's it's it, you just know it because I'm it. because it's subliminal. I, 
there's something with that, man. I'm telling you. There's some weird alien message in those Zen videos on YouTube. How did you go from Zen to aliens? I was not getting alien from that. I was getting it was helping people relax more and they don't realize it. But that's I'm how they t- get you. But yeah, that's how they get you. There's something in there. It's like, buy more YouTube. <laughs> buy more YouTube. <laughs> because, I mean, I, I, I don't even want whatever I'm watching to come back. And usually when I'm on it, I'm watching wrestling, uh, law and fo- order. Uh, yeah, law and order SVU football. You know, which is coming up. Some true crime gimmick. You know, that, that's about it. So, uh, and I love that stuff. But I'm going keep the dolphins in the water, man. <laughs> it's a, it's a, just keep the dolphins keep in the water. Coming. Yeah. All right. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You know, start us off next hour. We get the Greta Van Fleet tickets, so we'll get you those uh, for nothing personal. If you're interested in that, I was at the gym. Well, I go to the gym every day, but. In the last couple of days, I've just—it's creepy to say this out loud, but I've observed this, and I know kids are going back to school slowly. Um, and the gym that I go to, uh, as nice as it was to offer up a free membership to kids during the summer for those that aren't kids, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> so you—you know—and and the gym doesn't have much, right? Doesn't have much weights or many weights. It, it's one of those, you know, everybody's accepted, judgment-free mm-hmm. kind of things. It drives me insane. I can't wait to move on. But anyway, um, th- they have four Smith machines. You guys know what Smith machines are? Yes. I do, yeah. Okay. The ones with the bars. Uh, well, there's a lot of things with bars, but yeah. It's, it's the assistant. It's yeah, the assisted squat rack, assistant, you know, whatever. And you can never get one. They're always taken. You can never get one. And I, and I, and I notice these kids, like high school kids, they're all doing an exercise that I never did in high school. I don't even even do it much now because, one, it's goofy. It's good for you, but it's goofy, and it's just it's almost kind of an advanced exercise, I think, and that's the hip thrust where (laughs) where you lay down and you you put the bar, you rest it on your, like, your pelvic area. Pelvis. Yeah, your pelvis, yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of people doing that. I swear that started as a meme. And you you gyrate. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, there's no good direction for you especially for girls mm-hmm. and girls the the stuff that they wear in the gym and don't get me wrong i'm not uh, judging you on what you wear at the gym but it's a little revealing you know <laughs> right so it is. yep so you, if you're pay, facing the mirror or you're facing out towards somebody i i would feel i as a guy i'd feel uncomfortable with like baggy gym shorts um i don't know maybe that's just me I always thought it was kind of a goofy exercise. It's a good exercise. Don't get me wrong. What it's, does it work? Because that's what I've always wondered. Okay. Yeah, for women, more importantly than men, you definitely need to work your hips. But everybody that I see doing this exercise, they don't have any hips anyway. They're like so tiny. So that's my question. I, <laughs> what I, are y'all doing? I think this is a TikTok. It has yes. to be a TikTok thing. Well, that's where I first saw it on TikTok. Oh, But okay. it was always like well, a joke, though. It was like... A joke about her being a big girl, right? Oh, how much does she weigh? And then it cuts to this guy doing the hip motion and then it being like showing how much weight he was throwing up with his hips. Like, it's no problem. It had to be because I'm looking at all four Smith machines. I can't get one yesterday. You know, I get, I'm sitting there. I can't get one. And there's four young ladies on each one. Do, I mean, they were there my entire workout. I mean, I was there for an hour. And they were all, hip thrusting for an hour? Them and their friends. No way. It's 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 a group of <laughs> teenagers on each machine, guys and girls. And that's all they do in the gym is they thrust their hips. <laughs> oh, my 
<laughs> and it's the uh, it's the oddest thing ever. I mean, I've been working out since I was 12, 13 years old, you know, and yeah, I was brought up in a different way as far as the exercises that were taught. I mean, my coach, Jace Gasbaley, all she got to do is three sets of five. You know, it was that kind of mentality uh, with my coach at the time. But and it's good that they that are doing different exercises and other exercises. But you've got to do something else. other, And it's every day. So I see the same kids every day. Just hip thrusting. Just taking up the Smith machines and hip thrusting. <laughs> they ain't working out no other parts of their body. It is so odd. <laughs> and I turned to my wife yesterday and I said, do you notice this or is it me? Because I don't want to stare because it's kind of, well, it is creepy. I mean, you shouldn't stare at anybody in the gym anyway. That's rude. But, you know, you observe things. There's a difference between staring and observing. You And I'm, I said, have you, have you been looking at, every time we come in here, because she goes with me every day, Every time we go in here, there's always a point. We can never get a Smith machine. Mm-hmm. They never have enough weights. And that's the other thing is, is this gym that I've been going to. They don't, they don't put enough weights out there. Not that I'm throwing around 500, 600 no. but, but you should at least be able to rack up 225, which is two plates on each side, 245s on each side. They at don't even, every machine. At every machine. They don't even give you that opportunity. No. And if you're doing something like this where you can add a lot of weight onto the bar – I, there, there was a girl yesterday that had, well, I mean, it's not a true 315 because the bar is not a true 45, but she had three plates on each side. Dang. And, you know, it, it, it's a lot easier. That exercise allows you to do that, right? Are they filming themselves doing this? Yes, there's mm-hmm. camera. It's like a, it's like them, and then when they swap out, they're a camera crew. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned to my wife and I said, this has got to be a TikTok thing. You know, it's 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 like, you know, my friend told me, you know, before TikTok, it was my friend told me mm-hmm. that I should try this exercise. Mm-hmm. Oh, where did you learn that exercise? Well, you know, Bill. Yeah, I know, Bill. Well, Bill told me to do uh, hip thrusters. OK, cool. Well, Bill is millions worldwide mm-hmm. because Bill's been telling, you know, quote unquote, Bill has been telling everybody to do hip thrusters on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, um, TikTok. Yep. It's got to be right. Yes. It's got to be a thing. Yes. Is TikTok cha- made me is what they say. TikTok made me. Is it a TikTok what? TikTok made me. Made me. Okay. Is it a challenge? Not that I've seen. Again, the only memes I've seen of it have been, again, playing on how much does someone weigh. It's no problem. I can handle it. All right. Well, I got to tell you, I don't like it. Well, it'll be over soon. School's, yeah. School's back in. I don't like it. I don't like no. it. <laughs> not one bit. They, no, not one bit. They called me the other night for a survey, this gym. <laughs> They did. Oh Could you not? And 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 it was the lo- it was the local gym. It wasn't like headquarters. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if it has anything to do with my comments on social media. And uh, it was a very nice young lady, though, very nice girl. And I said, you know what? I'd rather reserve my comments. I'm going to be moving on soon. Um, but I wish you guys nothing but the best. That's good for your audience. <laughs> and and, I, and and she goes, well, can I at least send you a survey and maybe you can tell us, you know, what that means in the survey? Sure. Are you going to be truthful in the survey? Oh, I deleted it. I can't find it. He's oh, not okay. going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> not a survey. Well, that was nice of you, though, to say that. Huh? Yeah, she was so sweet. You know, I didn't want to. It wasn't her fault. It's not. It's not she doesn't fault. own it. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, there is a video that has gone viral, and I love it. And I hope, and I hope, and I hope, and I pray, and I hope, and I hope, and I hope, and I pray that this is the new trend uh-huh. of store owners fighting back the idiots that think they can take whatever they want. And Nikki D might want to actually jump on this bandwagon after what happened to her <laughs> yesterday at Sam's Club. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. 
Nikki, I know you don't like people getting involved, even though you tend to get involved all the time. Certain situations, not for everything. Only situations that fit your agenda. You are the definition of America. Oh, please. (laughs) There's no details on where this happened, but there's a good chance you've either seen the video. uh, It started circulating yesterday afternoon, uh, or you'll see it today. Or if you follow us on social media, listen to the BS. I'm sure that we can post it and you can see it on there. But it is awesome. Uh, everything checks off all the boxes of awesomeness. Uh, you've got bad guy going into convenience store, goes behind the counter, you know, a little plexiglass bulletproof mm-hmm. stuff, and he grabs a trash can and starts hand arming everything in the tobacco aisle, cigarettes and whatever, cigars and Swisher sweets and all that stuff. And he's throwing it into this giant gray trash can. Uh, while this is happening, it's narrated by a nice man that is watching as the one, as we find out later, one of the owners of the store watches on and is really upset. I believe he's a foreigner. Yes. Uh, and then as the bad guy tries to escape, it doesn't quite work out for him. And it's all filmed. The narration is great. Go ahead. Oh, just let him go. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Tell you stop police. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Tell police come on. Hey, hey, no, hey, don't, hey. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Is there really nothing you can do? You've got <laughs> that guy who's filming, which is doing something, and you've got the owner. So you've got two guys against one. Right. The robber, if he does have a weapon, which he kind of tries to shine every once in a while in his back right pocket. Mm -hmm. But I think he's doing that because he doesn't really have one. He's just pretending that he has one as the owner gets close to him when this is taking place. (laughs) You have two guys, a dude that's trapped in a box, and his back is turned to you, and you're trying to tell me you can't do anything right now? I think he was saying that because of whatever the laws are and because I think he has a gun. What do you mean the laws? The laws are you don't steal. That's well, the law. Of course, the laws are you don't <laughs> steal, but a lot of uh, people have changed the laws for stealing, which is why people are running in stores now and just taking stuff. No, no, no. The law hasn't changed for stealing. That's still illegal. I mean, the amount of things you steal. You know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying, but you have to be very specific. That You're saying the laws have changed on stealing. The laws have not changed on stealing. The laws have changed on the amount of money that you can steal as far as what the consequence is. Right. It's a, what, <laughs> that's not what you, right. can't say right, but that's right. not what you said. That's what, I'm, that's what I mean. So the, the oh. two guys, there's no law against stopping that guy. There's no law about, against going into that box and literally beating the guy within the inch of his life because he deserves <laughs> it. Yes. He does. He deserves that. Mm-hmm. Anyone that steals needs to be laid up in the hospital for weeks. You know, with a tube coming out of their mouth. I'm not going to go that far. It's it's not yours. Stop taking what's not yours, you lazy <laughs> sons of bitches. Go get a freaking job. Mm-hmm. You know? Good. Don't do that. All right, so, okay, I should have, I'm sorry, I missed this. I was drinking a, cup of co- a little sip of coffee. So the guy starts to exit the, the box in the back. He's now confronted with the other store owner. <laughs> this guy can handle himself. Yeah. Looks like he's like MMA trained or something because of some of the things that he's doing, like trying to bend his arm back and whatnot. 
And he's a good-sized guy. Mm-hmm. He takes him down in front of the fountain machine, mm-hmm. right? And of all places, that's awesome. The only thing they missed in this is as the other owner is beating him with a stick and the dude has changed his tune from giving me a Swisher sweet to, man, you're getting what you deserve. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how it does. <laughs> they should have hit the fountain machine and just let it drip on his face. <laughs> waterboard him. Just waterboard him. <laughs> Sprite. But this is awesome. I mean, this is this I, is this is this is justice. I could watch this video over and over and over again. You know, I was waiting for so the the one owner that takes him down is like I said of good size. The other owner that was just watching the guy. You know, I guess I kind of give him a mulligan for not trying to stop him. He was scrawny. He was older. Mm-hmm. He, you know, wasn't sure if he had a weapon. He, he, he I don't know if he would have done much. Right, right. But two against one, usually you can win that one. But I don't think this guy was much of a fighter. Uh, but I tell you, he, you know. Uh, his his family's probably going, wow, honey, I've never seen that in you. Uh-uh. Because he takes the stick and whips the schnizzles out of this guy. Oh, All right, God, he's yes. good backup. He is good reinforcement for sure. And I was waiting for him to hit his partner. Because uh-huh. he was, this stick, it's not a small stick. No. It's a big stick. Like it's one like of a, those mop sticks. Yeah, it's like yeah. a mop stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, an extension for like a uh, painting. Uh-huh. Yep. And he was coming so close to this dude's head. <laughs> and the guy's just like, ow, ow, ow. So I, I really think this is like my platform now. I'm so frustrated. Like I don't get worked <laughs> up about much, but if there is one thing that I will rant and rave about, it's people that steal, people that take things from other people. You know, if you're a kid, you do it. You kind of get a mulligan because you don't know any better. I mean, depending on what it is, as long as it's not violent, you get in trouble. Your hand is slapped. Cops come, call your dad, whatever. You know, it's like stop stealing the grapes. Right. You go, okay, I'm sorry, I got caught. Blah blah blah. You learn your lesson. I think every kid's gone through that. When you're an adult and you're doing it, I saw kids run into a Gucci store. I don't know where it was at. I was in a Bloomingdale somewhere. Run in and grab a bunch of Gucci stuff and run on the streets. There's like 18 people in the store just watching them do this. They're running by kids. Like kids were in the store, and I don't know where their parents were, but kids were in the store, and they're just running by these kids, and they're going out on the streets. Yeah, but what do you expect them people to do? Chase them down and tackle them? At least one. That's a, So have you ever seen um, Tombstone? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. okay. Tombstone, one of the greatest movies of all yes. time, right? Okay. So when Wyatt Earp is outside after uh, the sheriff gets shot. Yes. Okay. And Curly Bill is uh, all crazy. He knocks him out. And then Wyatt comes outside and he's like, you know, put him, put him in jail. We'll let the, you know, we're not going to hang him. Let the sheriff. Right. And, and then the cowboys come and they go, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. And the, the, the goofy drunk cowboy goes up first and Wider puts his gun to his head <laughs> and he goes, you might get me in a rush, not before I split your head into a canoe. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing. You have five. That's fine. You're not going to win. Mm-hmm. But one of them is going to get hurt real bad. Bad. Right? And that's all you have to do. <laughs> it's, I agree to that part. It's, it's one-on-one. That's all. So if you got five guys running out with a Gucci bags, just grab one of them. Mm-hmm. Because they're all, he's going to turn on the other four. Oh, in a heartbeat. And they sure the hell ain't coming back for backup if they got their Gucci bags. No. So you got it. Now you got 18 on one. Yeah. I maybe. just don't see a lot of people that shopping in Bloomingdale being fighters. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Or Gucci or any of those type of stores. Those people are going to watch you run by, clutch their pearls, and call the police. We don't have to be a fighter. He's a tripper, you know, <laughs> a, a stopper. Uh, no, you you better be ready for confrontation if you stop somebody that's robbing because they could possibly attack you. Uh, a, 
You know, I don't know. Like these guys, they look like they want to get in and get out. They don't think that because all these videos you see, they don't look. There's no confrontation. Yeah, it's like a glass tiger. Right, but if there's more videos like that one, mm-hmm. then maybe these idiots will second guess what they're doing, which would be fantastic. I mean, like we run off the internet, right? We run off what viral videos mm-hmm. go out, and what we were just talking about the gym. Yes. All these kids are doing hip thrusters. <laughs> I mean, I've done the exercise a couple times, but growing up, I, that wasn't what, uh, hey, get in the gym, Bailey, and do hip thrusters on the Smith machine. But all these kids are doing it because TikTok told them to do it. Yep. So if there's a run of videos that go on TikTok or Instagram or wherever of store owners and people fighting back, and maybe these corporations would either hire security that can do, well, that was the other thing in the Gucci video, there's a security guy looking around. What's oh, see, that's. Like why is not nah, a security guy? That's different. What, right? Why is he there? What, that's what, what he's there for. What is his? Does the security guy have rules too that he can't do anything? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's horrible, right? Uh, you know what you need to do is you need to go to some of the biggest dive bars in the country and hire the bouncers. Those are the toughest some bitches out there. Roadhouse style. Roadhouse style. You know, get you a cooler mm-hmm. and get you a couple bouncers. <laughs> cooler. What was uh? What did they? What were they stealing at Sam's Club yesterday? She was stealing, um, she had a buggy piled up. And when you're leaving Sam's, and I've always been irritated by this, and now I finally see why I shouldn't be, they do the thing where they scan your receipt, and then they just randomly scan three things in your buggy or four things in your buggy. Mm -hmm. Well, her buggy was piled to the top with stuff. So they scan her receipt, and then the lady just hits three things in her buggy, and all three things she scanned, the lady didn't ring up. So the lady's like, um, you didn't ring this stuff up. And the lady's like, oh, no, I, I rung it up. So she starts pulling stuff out of her car, like, look at this and check this. And she's trying to hand her things to scan. That and the lady's, right. <laughs> so the lady's like, ma'am, you, you did not pay for these things. You now have to go over there to register five. And she's like, no, but I, I, I paid for it. Like, scan this. And so now her and the lady are going back and forth. And I'm like, lady, you stealing. Now you go over to register five and let them call the police or whatever they're going to do because I got to leave. <laughs> so then she she stops arguing with her because now everybody's looking. Now it's getting elevated. So she's like, okay, there, there just has to be a mistake. I, I, I'll go over there. So she takes her buggy, which is full of stuff, and she swings it around, and she just rams right into my buggy and me. So now I'm looking at her crazy, and she's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. This, this is just a mistake. And I said, no, it's not. You're stealing. And I just pointed, like, get over to register five and get well, out of my way. But she didn't try to run out or anything. No, no, she, she couldn't so, have run it, out. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult to run out of Sam's Club. I agree. <laughs> she couldn't <laughs> have run out. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You know, after everything I just said about the stealing, you know, and, and, and to take them out, is I, I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that they're stealing at Sam's Club. What would you say? Uh, I would give them actually the benefit of the doubt, you know, depending on what they look like. Right. I'm going to profile you. Absolutely. Profiling is great. Don't say it isn't. Uh, and I would sit there and go, you know, she's like middle aged woman or something like that. She she <laughs> from behind. She looked like a middle aged housewife, blonde hair. Right. But then when she swung around, she looked like she possibly does meth. OK, well, either way. Stealing. They, <laughs> she yeah, looked well, like she was stealing. Well, if she's doing math, she's stealing. Yeah. stealing. That's the profile that's coming in. Yeah. But what Sam's Club allows you to do is scan it yourself on your phone. Which I wish every place would do that. Right. But you can miss stuff. Yeah. You know, because if you, it depends on your, 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 your procedure, right? If you scan as you go, then there's a good chance that you might miss something, believe it or not. No. Wait a minute. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. You scan if you go, you'll get it all. Yep. 
but if you wait till everything is in there mm-hmm. and you scan then, it's tough because they're big box items sure. and you're trying to organize them and Tetris them in your cart. Then you go through the line and you let the lady do it. Don't you be over there doing it yourself and not paying for all your stuff because you're going to get caught. But they, that, that's my point. They, for, they, they want you to scan it yourself. They don't want you to get in line. Right. They. That's why, you know, these bring your own bags, this we don't have people that are doing their job, you do it for us type of thing. If people screw up and they steal from you, Home Depot, it is so easy to take even a 50-cent item. Yeah. They're not going to know. Uh, and you deserve that, by the they way. They don't have the cameras on their scanners? It, the, it, yeah, but they're not going to see. It, like you yeah, can, but at least at the, the grocery store, there's like the weight that it checks. So it's like you have to set an item onto the grocery store weight, and then you have to do this. At Home Depot, like Bailey's saying, you just pull up with your cart, dee, 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 and yeah. then you don't have to even take it out of your cart. And, and, and to be honest with you, if, if you're you know that desperate for a you know 25-cent bolt nut or whatever the case may be. Take it. Uh, no, I'm not saying take it, but if you're the stores that are doing this, you kind of deserve it. Like you're getting, you know, ask you're asking for it. Like you don't want people to know your brand, so you charge them for bags, so they don't use your bag. I went in shopping at Safeway the other day with a Walmart bag, and I'm telling the people, you know, look, I usually shop at Walmart, but I'm actually in Safeway for a minute. Right, it's I horrible have, branding. I have frozen bags, <laughs> so I'm promoting Disney. How do you put stuff in them? That's the character, Frozen. Oh, Frozen. So that's what's oh. on all of my bags. <laughs> thought they were all Frozen. I know. Hard as a rock. <laughs> really heavy. Yeah. It's counterintuitive, really. When I go through, like, the hot chicken items and stuff like that, oh, damn thing melts. It's ruined. It's like water. People think, I like, my water broke. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> I've got my Oppenheimer bag, and... <laughs> People give me weird looks. You could if they sell them. <laughs> All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why weed got a postal worker arrested and what big move Overstock has made. Yeah, what if you have a a movie bag that's like a serious movie, like Schindler's List? Oh God! You know, where are you going in? You're shopping with your Schindlers or twelve? Was it Twelve Years a Slave or something? Like that? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I mean, like a really serious movie, but you're a fan of it. You're not making fun of it or the mm-hmm. context of it. Nope. You're just like, you know, they were giving out bags at the movie. I don't know why they would give out bags at this type of movie, but right. it was a promotion. I got it, and this is all I have because you're charging me for bags. This is the only bag I have. I'm going to go shopping with my Schindler's List bag and walk through. Like, That's <laughs> how it goes. Kind of odd, right? It's got a branded list that you put your grocery list onto. Yeah. The, reusable. Schindler's shopping list. <laughs> It's like a joke, you know. It's like, <laughs> use what you got. Gotta use what you got. All right. All right. First round of headlines. I'll get you that here next. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. And a big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. My AC's working so good after they came out. Nice. It just, it's a, it just feels clean. The AC's working good in here, too. Feels Woo. clean. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Uh, before you do your headlines, breaking news. I got breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Regarding the story that we were just talking about. Shop owners fighting back. We had very little details on where it took place. Now we know. 7-Eleven in Stockton, California. Okay. Oh, wow. Right down the street. So, 
that's the heroes. So if anybody wants to call the 7-Eleven in Stockton, tell them the BS on 98 Rock, our fans, feel free to call in and let us know how great their 7-Eleven is. <laughs> and if you ever get to that 7-Eleven, make sure you get you know a nice big gulp and a Slurpee and thank them for their service uh, because that's good stuff right there. Anyway, all right, go ahead. First story. Priests and postal workers should be trustworthy. H1. Between January 2018 and January 2019, prosecutors say more than 100 packages went missing at that office. A postal worker right here in Sacramento, this is according to Fox 40, was stealing packages between October of 2018 and February of 2019 to total up to 18 parcels of weed that was supposed to be delivered, I'm going to assume, to a weed shop or a business or something like that. She stole it, and then she sold it. They sentenced her recently to five months in prison, which seems like a very short period of time for her crimes. But they also uh, made her agree to forfeit $125,000 that they found in her house in cash. So she stole cash as well. No, that's the cash she got from selling oh, the weed. She so, oh, so she sold the weed. She sold the weed, wow. yes. Well, she, put the, she put the work in, right? She right. put the work yeah, in. She's just not stealing your money. Don't think that she's some freeloader. <laughs> <laughs> she's, taking, she's taking her thievery to the next level. Right. You know that you, you bring up a good point, Nikki D. Uh, it makes me think that you know because of the states that have legalized slash decriminalized marijuana, mm-hmm. when, you know, and I don't know what the laws are for, for trafficking or shipping, you know, I know different states have different laws on what you can get shipped in, as I'm learning very quickly here in the state of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you're, you, you, I, I'm pretty sure you can't send weed through the mail. That's a federal offense. It's a federal offense, right? People still a, do it. Because on a yeah. federal level, it's mm-hmm. still criminal. It, criminal. It's still illegal. It's a Schedule One narcotic. Okay, so if you're transferring in a state that marijuana is legal, I don't even know how that's legal. How do you do that? Because that's still the federal government that runs the post office. So it all has to be, well, you can't even, you, you, it has to be shipped somehow. It so has to be shipped. Truck. It was called weed parcels is what they called what she sold. Is there a certain type of parcel? Uh, see, I will have to look that up. This, so you is, just, one, this you, is my gap in, in knowledge in, in shipping. You just know the sketchy stuff in the drug <laughs> uh-huh. You, you know don't know the, the real stuff. stuff. No, the hard yeah. stuff. Well, and I know how, listen, the weed that we would get from Colorado <laughs> came in the back of a Ford Focus. You know what I mean? It didn't come through the mail. Although I did read this guy who did illegal shipping, and he said that the post office is the number one distributor of weed in the country. No, not on un- the illegal un- side. Unbeknownst to them. Yes. Right, sure, of mm-hmm. course. Anyway, my point is is that if you are legally selling it in a state that it's legalized mm-hmm. and you can traffic it legally, if that's even a thing. Uh, for, I think they stopped calling it trafficking once it's legal. What, what word should I use? Uh, shipping. 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 Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> You're shipping. <laughs> legal trafficking. Shipping it, you know, and this for conversation's sake, say you can do that. Do you put a sticker on it? Oh, that says it's weed. See, maybe that's how she was able to identify it. Because how else right. would she know what was in the box? Right, or the address maybe, or where it was going. And it's it's funny you did this story because I was thinking this last night. So some of you might not know this, but I'm also an inventor. I have an invention called the My Court Caddy. Right, <laughs> uh, and Don't I laugh at this man's invention. I, I I initially invent invented it for tennis, but I've learned quickly that it's actually more pickleball based. Oh. And, you know, without getting into the whole thing, and, and I'm not trying to sell you on it, but it's it's a it's a it's a caddy that you hang on a chain link fence, mm-hmm. 
let gravity work itself out. It'll hold your ball. It'll hold your water bottle. It'll hold your bag. And it's got all these different things. It's got anyway. a flat surface on it? It's got a flat surface with two little dips for your balls. Oh, well, look at that right there. We could just we could move that into weed production, too, because you could break it up, break up your weed there, roll your joints on top of Some it. Some people put their adult beverages. Anyway, my point <laughs> is, is, so I got an order. I was shipping out an order yesterday. Uh-huh. And on all the boxes I put on there, I put a sticker. It says my core caddy. Oh. You know, for brandy, because I don't have boxes that say it because I can't mm-hmm. afford it. But So I put a sticker on that says my core caddy. I thought to myself, I'm like, you know, out of all the years that I've been doing this, should I put that on there? I mean, it's a hot item. Somebody might just steal Somebody it. Somebody might <laughs> steal it. There might be a news story of a male person that gets popped for s- stealing and selling the My Core My Core Caddies. They're going to realize it's a hot commodity and be like, oh, I need this. So if you, ship, if you ship something, especially a value, you don't want to identify it on the outside of the box. And this was a post office worker? This was a postal worker, yes, that was arrested. Everything right here is telling me that even in state, you can't mail through USPS because it is a federal government agency. Maybe they're going straight this to the drug dealer and say, hey, I'm heading that way anyway. This is from Missouri Law. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's one. that's so reputable. <laughs> that's a law office. I mean, I figure that they're not going to put lies up on their website. Just because he can't pronounce it doesn't mean it's not legit. I don't know who they are. Uh, second headline, go. Bed, Bath & Beyond are back. H2. If you type in overstock.com, it will redirect you to bedbathandbeyond.com. And once you get there, George, you're going to find some additional things. We were all sad when Bed Bath & Beyond announced that they were closing down all their stores and going out of business. Uh, we even had some other chains that picked up some of their merchandise for a while and honored their coupons. Well, now Overstock.com has officially relaunched their website, and when you go to it, it redirects to Bed Bath & Beyond. They decided to purchase them after they went bankrupt back in June. Now, they've already done the launch in Canada on June 29th. So in Canada, it's fully Bed Bath & Beyond merchandise. You can go to the website and purchase. They're still working on relaunching it here in the U.S. And basically what they want you to know uh, about the relaunch is it's not they won't accept the coupons because the prices are cheaper on Overstock. But if you had a membership with Bed Bath & Beyond, they will honor the membership. Well, if they're not taking the coupons, it's not real. I mean, that's, well, it's cheaper. That, that so you was, don't need the twenty percent. But it doesn't matter. That's that's the reason you went to Bed Bath and Beyond because you can get anything there on Amazon and not leave your house. Yes. The only reason that you went to that store because most of the stuff was extremely overpriced anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. You went because you had this gigantic <laughs> hard copy coupon. Yep. That took up your entire junk drawer. And you couldn't find your pens and your scissors and your tape underneath of it. You find that coupon. Because huh? they stacked up with no expir well, they had expiration dates, but they never honored the expiration date. So they were forever and ever. It's the only reason you went. It was the greatest gimmick of all time. It's the greatest marketing tool ever. People went into the store to buy items they did not need because that coupon was taking up space and people didn't want to see it go to waste. Well, Overstock.com is online now anyway, so you don't need the coupon. You still are going to go online and order. I understand that. I understand that. Uh, you know you know when Bed Bath & Beyond started to go downhill mm. is when they st- said that they were going to stop giving out those coupons, and you could do it on your phone. Oh, because yep. then it took Think away about the, it. They, it took, uh, the nostalgia that's, of people having it in their hand to walk in and do it. Okay. They, right. You know, I understand moving with the times and technology and stuff. But there is some, there's still some truth to nostalgia. It is, and there, the, the your audience that's shopping there, 
likes that nostalgia. They definitely do because they're the ones that are couponing. I hate when I'm behind somebody couponing. My mother would go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Like she's, I mean, she's 76. She might be a little bit older than the demo, but she's part of that Bed Bath & Beyond generation. Mm-hmm. She prefers, she won't change. It's not happening. Like she will not do things uh, easily online. She likes to go to the library and fax people. <laughs> She likes to get on the phone and wait. Like she'll plan out a day. She goes, you know, I need to get on the phone today and uh, and, and do this. I'm like, well, mom, that's gonna, you know, how that's gonna, that's gonna take forever. Well, I know, I've I blocked out today. I blocked out from nine until three. <laughs> but mom, you know, you can just go online and do. Oh, I don't trust that. I, I just don't trust that. They do not trust that. They're no. not going to go online and do anything. They're going to go on the phone. This is going to drive up to the light bill place and talk to them right. and pay it. They are not doing anything She online. goes up to the cell phone store. <laughs> like, she doesn't trust anybody, but she'll go to the cell phone store, give them all of her information so they can download apps on her phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have, have, them, have them create her an account. <laughs> With, right. with a password of their choice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then come home. What's your social, ma'am? <laughs> she goes to the bank instead of going, you know, she has the app for her bank. Uh-huh. You know, she, she knows how to open it up, but she doesn't want to do anything because she's afraid <laughs> she's going to break the bank or something. So she goes to the bank and she'll just take a, just a random person and just be like, hey, I, I need to give you my information so you can help me get this money out. <laughs> But she doesn't trust anybody, Mm-mm. but she does that kind of stuff, you know? And in the same breath, she'll tell me about something she read on Facebook that's real. <laughs> right. You know what she doesn't believe? What? The fine print afterwards that says it's fake. <laughs> it you know, can't be fake. What you know, are you talking about? Because they, they fact check it. Uh-huh. You know, now they, they do a little fact check thing. Uh, all right. Well, tonight is a big night, possibly. On a Thursday? On a Thursday. And Ooh. tomorrow, I'm very excited about tomorrow's show because I can pretty much see how tonight's going to go. Oh, God. And tonight is, you know, we've been in town for about, what, five months now? Mm-hmm. Give or take. Yep. Nelson has been celibate for all this time. He's been looking for love in all the wrong places. Yes. And he's finally got himself <laughs> a date. And I cannot wait because this is the first I'm hearing about this. This is the first Me I'm too, hearing about. I'm not happy about that. I, I don't know who this person is, where he met this person. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's uh, a girl, a guy, uh, uh, a person that wears the Azize. the dog thing on their head. I have no idea <laughs> anything about it. I don't know where he's planning on taking her. Me? I know nothing about this. I found out when you found out, and I'm angry, so I'm ready to hear this. I, I, I just have one stipulation to his date. Make sure he gets in bed at a, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So he's here fresh tomorrow. Yeah. That's all I'm I ask. Don't sacrifice anything for the show. All right. So we'll, f- we'll find out about the details <laughs> on this big now. Nel- what does Nelson do on a first date? That's that's the question. Oh, yeah. What, what, what do you do with a Nelson on a first date? All right. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Good morning. Appreciate your time. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985 on social media. Listen to the BS just about everywhere. And then on YouTube at The Bailey Show, if you would like to get us there. Uh, I, I went over to our friend uh, D'Lo's house last night. He's my neighbor from D'Lo and KC, the sports mm-hmm. station at ESPN yeah. 1320. 
and uh, I was picking his brain. Uh, they stream their show, and they do very well with uh, their audience. So you have the sports audience that likes to watch those two guys, which in my opinion, and I've been to a few different cities and done this for a living, these guys are some of the best in the business, in my opinion. Uh, and they're the greatest guys in the world. Absolutely fantastic human beings. And so uh, I, I was asking him, you know, about how they stream the show because I want to start streaming our show. You know, what and, do you say? And well, he, you know, he said a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, you know, and the, it, the, the point is, is like I'm trying to figure out, do we just go to YouTube or do we just go to face? Like who what do you do? You know, like your audience, like you, you, are you a Facebook audience? Are you because you can even live on Instagram now. Yeah, yeah, you can stream live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can stream live on more than one platform. It doesn't have to just be one area. Right. But then it gets a little convoluted, like, as far as where you're sending people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's Facebook and YouTube. That's the best place for what for what we do. If you're going to go to multiple places, it's those two. But does anybody really want to see what we do? That's I've always yes. struggled with this. Yes. You know, I've done it before, uh, and, and it was amazing that how many people watched. Like, we did this Twitch stuff. I was like, why? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you, why do you care? Because that's what people are into now is streaming. They want to watch what you're doing. They want to interact with you. They want to be able mm-hmm. to talk with you about whatever it is you're talking about. So that's why people like streaming. That's what I do. Yeah. Stream yeah. every day. I know. It's just weird to me. I don't know. I guess it's the old school radio in me. That's Radio is the audible version of watching. Yep. And that's what we have as far as an exclusivity. And then when you stream it, it's the watered down version of television uh, which it's not. I know it's, it's not. De- I would say it's definitely not watered down. There were times when streaming first was coming out during the pandemic, the platforms that I'm on, I streamed and I watched streams all day. I didn't even watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what my daughter does too. You know, that's what I do actually. You know, I don't really watch. We're all being conditioned to start doing that now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That is the new forefront. Maybe our first stream will be your date tonight. How about that? Oh, God, no. Can we live? <laughs> no. Can we live stream your date? No. Nikki's, uh, it sounds like when we went on a break, it sounds like you're upset with him. I am because I didn't know anything about this. Normally, he lets me know what's going on in his dating life. I give him my two cents. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to start kind of vetting these women for him now because he has a habit of going with Triggs. So I'm trying to get him out of that. I'm trying to get him a nice lady. I'm sorry. That's what I, my nickname for Trudy, the girl that I was dating, because she was always triggered, so I called her Trig. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you you yeah. got to be careful, Nikki, with overstepping your your, your boundaries, because yeah. as we've learned, these women are um, <laughs> what's the word? I'm threatened. Threatened. Yeah, that's threatened by you. And this is why I need to vet them to make sure that they are regular women who have high self esteem and not these low self esteem, bottom of the barrel women. Okay, we need to we can't differentiate. Have, we can't have them have too much self esteem. No, I mean they it's need me. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you got to date me. Well, I was going to say, look, but I'm t- if I'm... you can only afford a, you know, you go, you go, then. <laughs> but I'm saying they need to have enough self esteem that I'm not threatening to oh, them. Yeah. Is what I'm saying that we can all be cool and friends. Oh, so now it's about you. Gotcha. All mm-hmm. right, so. Because weren't we talking <laughs> about me? Because yeah. I thought that's what we were talking about. <laughs> me. Well. <laughs> Pretty sure we were. You were a subtopic of the topic. (laughs) It it, it quickly turned into all about you. You Mm -hmm. then became the topic. So where did you meet this young lady, Allison? Uh, I met her. I met her on Tinder. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that, right? No, I don't think so. Tinder. There is something wrong with it because he was banned from Tinder. I was banned from Tinder, but I got a new Tinder account. What were you banned for? (laughs) Okay, quickly. Trig and I were deciding to possibly add maybe another woman every once in a while. 
into the the bedroom. And so I made a separate Tinder account from my other Tinder account, and then I guess Tinder must have banned me because you can't have multiple Tinder accounts or, or whatever. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it, no I big deal. I think they banned them because they don't allow threesomes to be oh, I've seen, on Tinder. Yeah, I've seen plenty that. of accounts <laughs> <laughs> swiping, yeah. ethical non-monogamy or whatever they call it now. All right. Well, the only opinion that matters is mine, and you're right. fine now. Thank you. Okay, so okay. You're, you're clear. Okay. And, uh, and, and what... Who swiped who? Again, I'm not a Tinder guy. You so. have to both swipe right. Okay, so you swiped right. In fact, I think she might have swiped right first. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. I bought the, the whatever, the premium. Mm-hmm. I spent the $30 for a month where you, I can $30? see. $30? Yeah, for, the mo- for a month. Otherwise, it's like 17 bucks a week. They get you. They got you over a barrel. Dang. And then that'll show you who has swiped on you so you don't have to wait for them to randomly come up. Otherwise, it's a game of chance. If... You're a guy or a girl on Tinder, knowing what you just said now, mm-hmm. and you ever say to somebody that joined a fraternity that you're buying your friends, you should slap yourself in the face because you're actually still, buying your love. Who still says that? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that. Oh, my God. I, I hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I've heard it for my whole life. Now, I believe when you were in a frat that that was something people By the say. way, it was a fraternity. Fraternity, excuse Not a frat, me. It was a fraternity. So this uh, girl, age-wise, around your age? Yeah, I think we're the same age. I think she's 41. I'm 41. Okay. She's 40. Have you spoken to her on the phone? I have texted her. Y'all haven't even spoken, like had an actual conversation? No. What's the the rule on that? You meet somebody on Tinder, you do a couple, you exchange numbers? Yeah, Yeah, I have her phone number. We've texted back and forth. You have to text back and forth first before you just go give people your number. I know. I'm trying to figure out what the... the... You You start texting back and forth in Tinder. Yeah. And then it's usually, I've noticed that it's always the same way. One or the other person will go, I don't always get the notifications mm-hmm. on this app. Would you like my phone number? Yep. <laughs> so that's like required. You're supposed to say that. I think it's part of the parlance. Uh, so you text and you have what, like a text period of a couple days? Yeah, it's been, I think I've matched with her uh, within the last week. It hasn't been very long. You know, again, I'm sorry, the process of Tinder. Yeah. You meet somebody, you swipe, because not everybody knows this sure. stuff, guys. I'm, so uh, just, yeah. you got to dumb it down. Yeah. So, you, so it was a couple of days, and then we exchanged numbers, and then it was, hey, let's. Some people will just text and text and text you until you just get bored, and then you're not going to do anything. All right. So you got her phone number, but you have not called her. I've not physically talked to her. No. But you point. asked her out tonight on a date. Uh, yes. Okay. Why? He loves her. He doesn't even know her. He hasn't even heard her voice. She could sound like a man. <laughs> <laughs> hey Nelson, I'd rather text if you don't want to. <laughs> Let's keep it on the phone. All right? <laughs> Where do you want to eat dinner? Someplace loud. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and dark. Uh, okay, and uh, this girl's name will call her Trudy Two. Trudy. Trudy Two. Yeah, Trudy Two. Got to give her another name. Well, I, I remember Trudy. <laughs> well, we'll just keep it Trudy then. We'll just it's Trudy. It's right? always no. It's Trudy too. Trudy too. Yeah, well, it's Trudy too. Trudy too. Trudy too. Trudy Trudy too. <laughs> and how did you ask her out? Uh, it was kind of it was like wishy washy. It wasn't really like a whole like would you like to go out? I said were you were you available to to get together and do something in the next week? You asked what her, are y'all doing? You asked were you available or are you are available? you available? Okay. Not were yeah. Are you available? I used to be available, but well, not anymore. Not, right. Well, since I started talking to you. I was like, is, is Nikki doing your texting for you? <laughs> Good. Well. So you asked her if she's available. She says. Yeah, she gave me a couple of different options. 
Well, so, what was the response? Yes or I'd love to? There was no I'd love to. Okay. I'm trying to go back to the exact. She probably just said, sure, I'm free on Wednesday after 7, or I'm free on uh, Thursday after 3. Playing yeah. hard to get. She did that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing hard to get. Yeah, I got, a couple of, I got a couple of days, and so I picked the earlier day. That's it. She never responded. She goes, "Pick a day." No, it was oh. like I'm. Uh, I wow. can, I'm either available, like you said, like Wednesday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, so originally it was supposed to be last night, but she had gone to a concert in I guess San Francisco on Tuesday night. So I was like, "Hey, we can move this to Thursday." What concert? Alicia Keys. Okay. Ooh, uh, I like her already. Right. Right. All right. Right. Go, girl. So she was still going to go out last night, but I said after after she had been up late and then she had to go to work. I'm like, we, we can just move this to Thursday. So where are you taking her? We're going, I guess, to this. This was her idea for this place. It's called Tipsy Putt. I think it's in Doko. Oh, Kim went there last weekend. I looked into okay. it. It's supposed to be like a cute little date night place. Please don't ever say cute. But I'm <clears throat> I'm dating women, so it's like. It's, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> just say, just say, say? Just say it's a cool spot that I think she'll enjoy. <laughs> It's a, it's a cool spot. I think you can she say would cute nails. That sounds like what she would say. It's a cool spot <laughs> that she would enjoy. <laughs> I think I'm really gonna like Gypsy Pod. Just uh, guys going. It's a cute spot. It's uh, don't do that. <laughs> Too much Barbie movie for you. <laughs> All right. So this is a, a nice little spot. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So you got fun games in there. Yeah. You got putting and, and, and probably American food shuffleboard and, and food yeah. and drink. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right. Uh, so you'll drop maybe a few bills there. God, I hope not a few bills. I was about to say, Nelson doesn't have a few bills. We don't get paid till Friday. I mean, I got, <laughs> I got two bills that anyway, I can rub together. Anyway, we can move. <laughs> anyway, we can move this date till midnight at one. Huh? <laughs> right. All right. That deposit. No, it's about eight o'clock. It hits here because we're on the West Coast. <laughs> I'll meet you at twelve at one. That's such a specific time. Why? <laughs> Well, we just can't get the check until after 7. At 7 o'clock, I know the money's there. Okay, okay. I see your strategy there. Uh-huh. Uh, now, I'm good. Uh, eight Cokes are, is enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want one and some more free peanuts? <laughs> yeah, is there five guys around here? They got all those free peanuts. And what does this young lady look like? She's pretty. Thanks for the descriptive detailed explanation. She's, I'm, now, compare I mean, her to a celebrity. Mm. Jack Black <laughs> with long hair, though. Yeah, Jack yeah. Black with long Jacqueline hair. Black. Jacqueline <laughs> Black. I'd say she's five, five, three, shoulder length, brown hair. Okay. Wears glasses. White, black, white, white. Mm-hmm. Short, nice body. Tall, short. About five, about five two, five oh, three. You said five two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's you five three? Five two, five three is my guess. Okay. Um, little, little, petite, yeah, she's tiny compared to you. Oh yeah, yeah. She got a, a she. Is she thick or is she petite? Still, like with two then? C's, with two C's, yeah. Okay. Not like she's not big like me. She's thick. Does she know what okay. you do for a living? She does. Does she know her name's now Trudy too? I don't think so. She's does she find listen out. to the show? Well, listen. They all once they find out you're on the radio, they all say no. I don't listen. But oh, okay. We'll find out because they have. I've noticed from the women I've dated since I've been divorced. Anytime you get into dating and they find out you're on the air, once you say something they don't care for, it comes up. Oh, okay. That's how you know they're listening. Mm-hmm. What do you want out of this date tonight? I'd like a first kiss. Yeah, I'd like a smooch. Okay, so how does that work? You have a good time. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. 
It's now 12.01. You've paid the bill. <laughs> Are you picking her up or is she meeting you there? We're meeting there. Okay, because that's safe, right? Yes. It's kind of like when you buy something off Facebook. You meet right. at a safe place. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm okay. a stranger. So you, you walk her to her car. Mm-hmm. Okay, you say, I had a great evening tonight, Trudy, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for everything. Trudy. Sorry my money didn't go through. I appreciate you picking up the tab. I'll get you next time. <laughs> right. And do you do the, the, the hitch theory? The 90-10? Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that that works, actually. Yeah, 90-10? Mm-hmm. Something with the keys. If the keys rattle, uh, yeah. you know it's time to go to battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. The keys the rattle. Rattle. It's time to go That's, to battle. According to Hitch the movie mm-hmm. with Will Smith, if the lady, if you walk her to her door or where, whatever door, mm-hmm. and she rattles her keys, that's the sign. Uh, there's also, you know, because <laughs> back in the day, I was big daddy, big, big. Uh, got a little bit in me. Uh, <laughs> also, if a woman grabs your arm. Oh, yeah. Physical contact is great. Is a great indicator, yes. Yeah, but it's the arm. Mm. It's That's the sign. That's the button. If a woman grabs your arm, you know you're in. You know what? That's true because that's a... What am I trying to say? It's, it's more of an emotional attachment uh-huh. when they grab your arm versus if somebody grabs your hand or something like that. It's ownership they're trying to show. Like, okay. boom, my arm's wrapped around. Like, look, he's mine. Y'all back up. That's what Okay. That's what that means. Yeah, because the hand, you can still keep somebody at a distance. Mm-hmm. You can kind of control the narrative of how close they are to you. And- right. Well, you, you'll be able to know how the date's going to go right when you meet her. Yeah. Okay, so one, you're going to have to do something that you don't do. Oh, God. Which is what? Show up early. Okay, so you're going to have to get there early because you don't want her waiting. No, no, you don't want her waiting. So you get there, she shows up, you stand up, right? You're going to text her and say where you're at in the restaurant. Yep. Or you can be uh, the utmost gentleman and wait for her at the door, but then you might lose your seat. Sure. So it's a catch-22. you got to play the room. Right. All right, so let's just say you're sitting down. You got your, you know, don't order anything other than, you know, water, maybe a drink. Yeah. Pull the rock star move, text her. Say, hey, look, this is where I'm at in the restaurant, just so you can find me. Uh, can I order you a drink so it's here for you when you get here? Oh, that's, you know what? I've never thought to do that. That's Well, that's genius. why I'm Big Daddy Bang I always say that no to that. genius. Because I don't want my stuff to be watered down. Or roofied. Yeah, I immediately <laughs> thought it would be roofied. Just concerned about the ice content. I don't go out with people that I think trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> But that you know, that's a good gauge. If you know, if if she says no, mm-hmm. then she's got her defenses up, which is good. You right? Can, you can't fault her for either, neither. No. Right? And if she says yes, then she's appreciative. Right. Okay. Just if she says yes, just don't roof here. Right. I'm what, not going to. Right. What are you wearing, Nelson? I just oh, and I, and I'm not tearing you down. You know, I love All you. Right. I just want you to put on a, a big shirt. Hold on. Like think, a bigger shirt. Think. Oh, think. Yeah. Think about this. We're gonna break. I want you to think about what okay. you, because I, I don't know if you are prepared to what what you're going to wear. And I know Nikki's going to be very particular about this. <laughs> oh so I think there's more to this conversation that we should have. Mm. And maybe, you know, for those that have gotten to know Nelson a little bit with the short time that we've been on the air here in Sacramento, any two cents that you can throw his way? <laughs> or if you could do me a solid... And if you have time, go into Tipsy Putt tonight for me. I knew I shouldn't have said where. <laughs> I knew I should have said somewhere else. I'll tell you, the first person that says that they can show up at Tits. What time's you going? Time you go? I don't. I I honestly don't know. Like I would assume sometime around six. Okay. If you can, like hit that's a, not me trying to throw you off. <laughs> I'll I'll pick up your tab. 
Oh, you <laughs> son of a <laughs> So if anybody wants to go out to Tipsy Putt. If somebody shows up to Tipsy Putt, you better pick up my tab, too, because now it's for the show. No, well, no, you can write that off. Can I submit that? Can I submit this to AA Ron and get him to give me the company card? Well, I'm, I'm serious. If you if you go out on a date, you should write it off because it's it, it, we're talking about it on the air. I'm going to then. Well, I mean the, the tax rules. I don't without getting into the tax rules, they're different. But there's a then they were four or five years ago. Right. There is a way to write it off. Right. I get what you're saying. But no, I'm not paying for your meal. No. But I will pay for a listener's meal if they go out to Tipsy Putt and, and observe. Oh, my goodness. And, and be Why? my be Why my did eyes. I put this on the sheet? <laughs> Just put stories on the sheet so we can share about your life. Anybody want free dinner? I mean, I'm willing to hook you up. Free dinner on a Thursday, I take it. I just need you to show proof that you were there with getting some nice pictures. Oh, my. Oh. And there are some funny farm bonuses that I'll throw in. If you've ever seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Dang. I'm you, never going to get laid again. If you put on a waiter's outfit and go up to the table, that's an extra $50. <laughs> It'll be like paparazzi. <laughs> no thanks. 916-909-0985. We'll continue this conversation here in a minute. Hang on. Getting ready to go to Hawaii, huh, Nikki D? Yes, the, I am. Saw the email. <clears throat> Big Disney visit. I already got my stuff, pretty much everything together that I'm taking. I just got to get me a suitcase, and then mm. I'll be on my way. All right. I need you to do me a favor. Whatever that email said, I need you to simplify it. There's way too many words. <laughs> so, yeah, I am. Okay. Because I don't know like what I'm supposed to say. When I, I know we're giving away a cool trip, and like a really cool trip. Right. I know that you and our friend Mickey, who's been helping us out the last couple of weeks, uh, our midday rock star here at 90 Rock, are going to have a good time in Hawaii, mm-hmm. thanks to Disney. Uh, and that's awesome. And, and I wish you guys nothing but uh, fun, happiness, and joy, and all that good stuff. Uh, but I don't know what I can say and what I can't. Yeah, I'm going to put it all together and double-check with Megan before we start saying everything okay. out loud. All right, so I probably even shouldn't have said anything right now. Not today. Okay. <laughs> well, I apologize. <laughs> Not today. But I wish you nothing but Thank you. good times, joy, and happiness <laughs> as you go there and do that thing. Sorry, didn't realize it. My bad. Uh, what are you wearing tonight on your first date? Uh, I'm going to wear my fancy sandwich. What is that? What, what, I have told you before what that well, outfit is. Well, you put is. that big uh, white shirt on with I the got T-shirt. The, the white dress shirt, which is nice and pressed, and, and rolled up the sleeves so it shows off my sleeve of tattoos, covers up my body a little bit. Uh-huh. I put on like a nice like a band T-shirt or a nice black T-shirt. It's got like a design on it underneath. Okay? And then I have my really nice blue jeans. Okay. All right. And then I got my... Um, <laughs> That's the outfit you wore when you got stood up that time. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I then, never saw it. I haven't seen it on you, so on. I don't know how You're it You're wearing the same outfit tonight that you wore on a date where you got stood up? Yeah, it's my it's my good outfit. It's Has like, it all been washed? Yeah. What, yes. What kind of question is that? <laughs> well, no, I, I don't wash my jeans after every wear. I've worn the jeans one or two other times since then. Well, I mean, I, I don't think you're you're being honest. I think that there's a piece of that outfit that has not been worn. <laughs> no. My point is, is you've got to get the bad juju off. Of it. Oh, the bad juju is off of it. The I shirt has been pressed. I have. That you know shirt. what I'm saying, Nikki? <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but it's you talking about. You're not being honest. It's a part yes, of that I, outfit. No, that there is not. Washed. There's the no juice. guy that. That's been months ago. Right. There's no guy <laughs> that washes his like anything. I mean, outside of maybe underwear or socks. Right after one wear, <laughs> just no guy does that. You don't wash your shirts after one wear. You're no, not, you're not fat, so you don't know. 
Okay, well, maybe you got a point it's, there. It's a yeah, different, he has to watch. Yeah, this is a different dynamic you're dealing with over here when you got this much meat you're covering up, okay? it's right. There's sweat. There's Is yeah. that a conversation? So Nelson meets this girl on Tinder, <laughs> and he's going out on a first date tonight. And you're, are you excited, nervous? Yeah, I'm excited. You nervous? I mean, uh, uh, the regular amount of nerves you have. I've dated. I'm 41. Yeah, well, you're single. So, <laughs> listen... <laughs> I think the biggest thing that you're nervous about meeting new people is, are you guys going to like each other in person in your appearance? Yes. Is there... Well, you're answering for yourself. No, I'm saying... <laughs> no. I'm answering her, like, question. I'm answering the statement she made. Okay. Ooh, that's confidence right there. Yes, she will like my appearance. <laughs> Matter of fact, she's got no choice right. to like my appearance. <laughs> Don't get that twisted. Uh, when, when you get there, or before you get there, do you, is there any prerequisite conversation or bits of information that, I don't know if it's a Tinder rule or not, that you're supposed to share? Like, I, do you talk about your weight? I mean, I've not specifically referenced it, but I don't, like, my pictures don't show that I'm not a big guy. It shows you're not a big guy. No, I'm, my so you picture, have fake pictures. No, I'm, what I'm saying is my pictures I don't, can only imagine. He's no. got... He like went to Abercrombie and Fitch. No. He's got this goofy Photoshop. He's <laughs> got the dude with his shirt off and, and Nelson's face is on it, <laughs> wearing cargo shorts. No, what what I think he's saying is he put his real pictures up so she yeah. knows he's big. Okay. Well, and I'm not making fun of you and your yeah. physique. What I'm saying is, is like if if there's something that might stand out to someone, like let's get it out of the way now. You know, I mean, that's that's something that's unique to you. You're a big guy, yes. right? So there are women that specifically like big guys. Sure, there, yes. Actually, there's a lot of women no. that specific. Okay, I but know. But what you I'm know. saying is, like, <laughs> I I had a producer that was a big guy like you, uh-huh. and he pulled a lot, man. I mean, he he some of the women that he dated and hung out with were absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, I, you know, what? one night I asked one of the girls, I said, you know, I love him to death. I really do. He's a great guy. I know. You know, I would date him too because his personality and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm just curious, why? Why would you do that? I'm asking that. I would ask that too if it's the guy I'm thinking of. Because I'm just curious, why? Like, what is this girl was gorgeous? What did she say? His thumb. His, his thumb. It was big and thick. She liked his big, thick fingers. She was lying. Oh, I definitely got bigger, thicker she fingers than he did. Well, I don't think she was lying. I think that's that's a plus. For big guys, you got those little sausages. Oh, I got the sausages. You know, and that's something maybe specific women like, mm-hmm. right? I got a big hand. So you don't go, like, you don't ask her beforehand to be like, you know, I'm a big guy. Big hand. You know, I got big hands. Mm-hmm. You okay with that? You don't say that? No. No. Because, like, if you're handicapped, right, you're in a wheelchair, you're going to be like, you do realize I'm in a wheelchair, so there's going to be some, probably some challenges. I say stuff like that, though, when I meet guys online. You do? Yeah, I do. I always say, because for whatever reason, when people look at my pictures, they don't think that I'm what my pictures are, even though they're my actual pictures. So I always say, like, look, I don't know if you're getting mixed up with anything that you see, but you need to know ahead of time that I'm a thick girl. And if that ain't what you like, then don't be wasting my time. Okay, that's exactly what I'm asking. That's what I do. That's okay. what I do. Uh-huh. And Nelson and- say he don't do that, but that's what I do. So you need to say you're a thick girl. I'm a thick girl. <laughs> I'm a thick girl. <laughs> and you need to say it just like that. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. I will. Somehow you need to say that in text. Okay. Just like that. Well, just where you spell it with two C's. <laughs> That's how you know to read it in that accent. Absolutely. And the guys reply back to you how? 
most of the time they're like, oh, I know, or I like that. That's what I like. I like them thick. Mm-hmm. I like girls mm-hmm. with meat on their bones. Okay. They send back. You to know that. They send back videos of them in the gym doing the hip thrusters that you saw earlier. <laughs> you don't want that because then they're underage. <laughs> Hey, I got to go. I got school tomorrow. <laughs> you mean college, right? No, thank you. Uh, well, I think this is exciting. I'm, I'm fascinated by the, the dating world on the apps. I could never do it. I'm, I'm, uh, my ego would not let me do it. Um, You'd do well on the apps. I would not even try it. I would not even attempt it. If I were ever single for whatever reason, as I poison my wife's cookies slowly, mm-hmm. I, I, I would never go to the apps. I just couldn't why, do why, it. What, what is it with ego in apps? You said your ego won't let you do it. Hmm. You're, you're above a, the apps. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. It, okay. It's it's a it's a generational thing. Like oh. we grew up meeting, go you know, like hey, you want to go meet somebody, you go to the bar, you go to wherever you're going to go, and you meet that person. Or my theory is, is you leave it up to chance, fate, destiny. You know, take advantage of every opportunity that you have to go to different places because you don't know who you're going to meet. That's always been my theory. If it's like fishing with dynamite. Where you go to an app mm-hmm. and you just pick and choose who you want. Mm-hmm. I know it's easy, but it's not supposed to be easy. It's convenient. It's a lot easier for women than it is men. It, well, maybe so, but you know, some of the best parts, if not, yeah, some of the best parts of any relationship is the story about how you met. You know, the stories of people meeting on an app are not fun to listen to. How did you guys meet <laughs> online? That's the end of the story. Well, you got to make up a fake story if it goes well. There's nothing to that. There's no basis of the relationship. If you're just meeting on an app, there's no story to be told. Uh, so, again, it's just my theory. I'm not saying neither right or wrong. But when you go out now, even if you go sit at a bar, everybody has their phones up to their faces. Mm-hmm. So people aren't even socializing with you when you're out like they used to do back in the day. You know what they're doing? They're sitting in a bar on their app. On, on their phone, on the apps. Yep. They're not even talking to people sitting right next to them. Then that's not the person you want. You got to find the diamond in the rough. You got to find the one person that's not on their phone. Yep, I guess you. You know, somebody that's talking, nice lady, if you're a guy that's talking to their girlfriend and you walk up, excuse me, don't mean to be rude, don't mean to interrupt, but uh, I'd love to buy you two ladies a drink. Oh, that's never worked out for me. I don't have game like that. We just walk up to them. No, you can just walk up to them. You are handsome and fit, okay? I am cute for a big guy. Stop saying cute. It just doesn't. Well, that's a fat girl's haircut. Well, that's what I am. A fat girl's haircut. (laughs) That's a fact. Okay. The beard has started working for me. That's the best thing that came out of Trudy. One. Oh, growing that beard? mm -hmm, Because I was all mustache before that. I thought maybe your chemo left it on your face. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're so ridiculous. You can go up to somebody, you know, go to church, go to the grocery store. Uh, You know, those are great places. Women actually really like Nelson more than he gives himself credit for. It doesn't matter where we go. Number one, he talks to everybody there. And by the time we leave, everyone's laughing and they're like, oh, Nelson. He just doesn't take advantage. Yeah, but you've said it before, Bailey. I, I, I vomit. I don't. Talk, I'm like a, a talk shotgun. I'm not like aiming the weapon and like it's a directed thing. Mm. I'm scattering everything with Nelson and trying to get a laugh because I'm socially awkward and I'm weird and I don't want people to realize how weird I am. So if they laugh, they're not paying attention to how weird I am. Can I give you some advice for tonight? Yeah. Don't repeat that to her. Oh, no. Let her figure it out for herself. Oh, it won't take long. <laughs> this is going to be a one-on-one conversation. And also, I'm going to give you a little exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want you to either physically or mentally record how many minutes you speak. 
versus how many minutes she speaks. And you want to make sure she's speaking more. Okay. That'll shut you up. Because you're right. You don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. You're in the interstate, and you take it all the way to the end. You never get off at an exit. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So you, you just, you, you know, let her do her thing. Mm-hmm. Just ask questions. Be Steve Carell in 40-Year-Old Virgin when he goes into the library. <laughs> do you like to do it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Just, just ask questions the whole night. That's all. We got a message on the text machine. Yep. It says, Nelson's getting laid tonight. And a boy. So it looks Hey-o. like they're rooting for you, Nelson. <laughs> Love Trudy, too. Hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another message. It says, Jason, you talk about how you hate thieves while telling us all the time about how you stole when you were younger. Oh, that's from earlier. He's reformed bad boy. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, and I said that earlier. I said when you're a kid, actually, it was my exactly what I said. When you're a kid, you kind of get away with it until you learn, mm-hmm. you know, to there, – there's a lot of things people hate that they've done. Sure. Yeah, when you were younger. Or hate in general, but you have done something similar earlier. I wasn't going into stores and wiping out the counters either. No. I mean, I would steal a carton of cigarettes and put it under uh, a towel, and it was more or less because it was clever, right? Oh, I didn't know about the cigarettes. I just knew about the do-rag. The bandana, right. That's yeah, the do-rag. The so do-rag. you stole it all the time. Okay. <laughs> well, New interesting facts here. Actually, I, 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 I did. I, I, I stole quite often, like uh, dip. and really? Usually just dip in cigarettes, yeah. Yeah, That's see, so I didn't know ballsy. that. I've only heard about the do-rag. Okay. Babies from the hospital. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely make a lot that. of money on those things <laughs> yeah. in the black market. Right. Russians love them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I when I got caught... I was 17. You know, I was stealing a $1.29 do-rag. I never did it again. That's when you changed your ways. Changed my ways. Uh, and I'm that's f- what you got to do, learn from your mistakes. Right. I'm 48. So mm-hmm. 31 years removed, I think that I can have a difference of opinion. You can. On something. No, you never change. So bite my ass, text person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still love the text person. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how impatience got a man 40 years in prison and how a man turned retirement into $1 million. All right, stick around for two big stories that you need to know about. And then after that, we'll play a round of Nothing Personal where we will get you, you specifically, you listening, a pair of tickets to go see Greta Van Fleet, which is very exciting stuff. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about Headlines. I'm trying to figure out what the sudden, I don't want to say hate, but negative texts that are coming in on the text machine regarding me being not a fan of people that steal when I will tell stories, fairly embellished, because that's what we do, of when I was younger, stealing Maybe a carton of cigarettes or a thing of dip. Sure. And comparing it, and you guys are comparing it to what we're seeing today. And, I, and it, like, it was 31 years ago. I mean, yeah, they're upset. Relax. They stealing is stealing. Quit trying to justify it by saying you didn't steal everything. Okay, so th- this is what I'm trying to figure out. Are you just trying to be an ass jack <laughs> and be funny? Because I think that's funny if that's mm-hmm. what the case is. Feel free to respond on the text message with your answer or call the program. Or are you serious and are you pro stealing? 
Right. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the two, right? I see it that way. It's right. one of the two. It's either, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just trying to play along with the show. I know this dumb dumb's probably going to talk about my text, mm-hmm. and I'm driving to work, and I'll get a little giggle because I made the show, and yeah, that's awesome. Love right. that if that's the case. But if it's the second one, then we really have a problem. I you don't know. know. We'll see. They respond and tell us what they're thinking about this. Okay. Either way. All right. Uh, second round of headlines, thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Their phone number, 530-GOOD-AIR. That is 530-GOOD-AIR. They're talking best service. We're talking best price. We're talking guaranteed. That's no BS. Good Guys Heating and Air. Go ahead, Nicky D. If being stupid was a crime, this guy would have life. H3. Growing up, I had dreams and aspirations, but always felt like the kid that didn't fit in. For the most part, I wasn't a bad kid. But when I made the transition into adulthood, I turned to the streets for guidance. This led to getting locked up in juvenile hall, doing time in CYA, and eventually a 120-month sentence in federal prison. All right. It's like you? open mic rap uh-huh. night. I was in prison. <laughs> Things weren't right. Boom, boom. It's okay. My head's bow, clear bow. tonight. <laughs> Things bow, were wrong. Bow, bow. For me in the cell. Bow, bow. <laughs> First 40 years, bow, bow. hell. Oh, that's a good rap. Bow, bow. But now it's all good. Bow, bow. Life is straight. Bow, bow. Talk about my past. Bow, bow. No need to debate. Bow, bow. I mean, how about that? That was great. You need to give him a round of applause for that. <laughs> I will give him a round of applause. <laughs> that was an awesome rap. <laughs> But unfortunately, I don't this- know what clip you play, but that was killer, dude. <laughs> what is it? Go ahead, story. What is this about? So, a 21 year old man escaped from prison last year after he only had a few months left. He escaped in August. He was set to get out of prison in December. And because he escaped, went to somebody's house, held them at gunpoint. Then he stole their car and crashed it. The police found him in a ditch or something. Now he's been sentenced to 40 years in prison when he only had a few months to get out. He originally went in for an aggravated assault and only served seven years. Oh, so, so that was so dumb of him to do. Well, is there a reason? There has to be a reason why he tried to escape. He hasn't said his reason I mean, for trying to escape. Out, but Outside the obvious of him <laughs> not ready to be in jail. In but but you, I would think you're halfway smart enough to realize, like, I have literally, I've done all this time. I just, like something on the outside. You're the this finish. is what I'm thinking. A lot of times when inmates have been in prison for a long period of time, they get accustomed to that life and it's all they know. And when they're starting to get close to a, a date for them to leave, it, it makes them fearful and they don't want to leave prison because it's the only life they know. So they'll do something or commit another crime to get more time to stay in there. It's, it's tough. Uh, I've known a few people that have spent plenty of time in jail. Mm-hmm. And when they get out, they can't handle it because the world's changed. Absolutely. There was a guy that uh, I knew. He was an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he had been in jail his entire life. Entire life. Uh, he gets out at like, I mean, this was years ago, but he gets out. He's like in his 80s. Dang. Yeah. And think about how the world changed on the outside. I mean, we're talking automobiles, the world getting fast. I mean, just craziness. You know how they put you in a job placement? Uh-huh. I mean, you were a CEO. You know this. Yeah, yeah. So they put him in a job placement at this grocery store. And he's 81 years old bagging groceries. He's got arthritis. He can't handle it. He's got no one on the outside. All of his friends are on the inside. And you know what? He ends up actually hanging himself in the room that they set him up in. 
No, 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 no. You're not tricking me this time. You got me at first. But I know that you're calling a movie now because you don't know anybody that's 81 years old. My neighbor's 81. He's still alive, though. Yeah, but you don't know anybody that has this history. And I know this is a movie because once you start talking some more, I'm like, this is a movie. And I'm trying to think which one. Is this Shawshank Redemption? I don't know what you're talking I think there was a scene in there very similar. (laughs) I think it's a movie. From the headlines is what they call that. (laughs) Yeah. You almost got me because I was over here like, oh, my gosh, I'm really? Not, uh, Nikki D, I'm not trying to get you. Just you My do. stories are very similar to <laughs> motion pictures. You try to get me. I wouldn't say he almost got you. I would say you were suckered. That <laughs> <laughs> barely took her through. <laughs> 300 yards of lives. <laughs> That's three football fields to you. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, that sucks for that, too. Next story. This employee chose loyalty to his job over money. H4. Some of us can have an idea of what winning $1 million looks like. The first time I ever scratched a ticket, I won $108, but I've won nothing since then. One more than me, because I've never won that much. This is my good guy story of the day. A man, 65 years old, getting ready to retire, and this is a true story and not a movie. Uh, He put in his two weeks notice to his job. He'd been there for 20 years, thanked him for everything, and then he goes out two days later and he buys a lottery ticket. He ends up winning $1 million. What would you have done if you're getting ready to retire? Probably go ahead and quit. Well, this man does not quit. He doesn't even tell anybody that he won the lottery. He works his full two weeks because he wanted to be a good employee, show his job appreciation and loyalty. He worked the two weeks fully out, and then he told everybody that he won the lottery. And that's how it should be done. No. I mean, that, what do you mean no? Most people wouldn't do that in this day and age. They would have been out. You're a horrible person if you don't do that. Like, keep your word. Like, you owe. I know how we view companies now, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Most companies you know, very few companies are loyal. I get it. It's not like it used to be. No. But it, that's that's not your concern. Your concern is your character. And if you're about to retire and you've been there that long, obviously there's some type of loyalty and good relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've got two weeks. You tell them you got two weeks. Then you, you do your two weeks, and then you move on. I mean, it, look, again, there's a certain par- portion of our audience, you two peers, who beat me up when I say this stuff. <laughs> you're going to say a million is not a lot of money. It's <laughs> He's getting a little over five hundred thousand. He got six fifty. He got okay. He got six hundred fifty thousand dollars. He's got the rest of his life. We don't know his financial situation. Right. That money only goes so far, especially if he starts giving it out to his kids. And- well, and you're talking about health care now. You know how far is Medicare going to get him or Medicaid, whatever it is at that level? Yeah. If he has a serious health issue that comes up, you can drain six hundred thousand dollars in your later stages of life. Six hundred fifty thousand dollars is an instant game changer in your life yes but it's not a lifelong game changer but no. i mean it's not like he wouldn't still get whatever his retirement stuff was that he's getting if he quit a week earlier he he could have been a paper boy his whole life and mm-hmm. he has like no retirement plan right nothing, we don't know yeah nothing saved up in social security did it say his job what he his was job? a truck driver oh he was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. okay he was oh. a truck driver and he just got an extra hundred grand from taylor swift right so now he's at 750 <laughs> <laughs> he could have. this guy's on a roll this guy's killing it. <laughs> I thought it was cute. He said, I told my wife there are three things in life I thought I'd never see happen. The Patriots winning the Super Bowl, getting a hole-in-one, and hitting the lottery. And he saw three. Saul or did the hole-in-one? He did the hole-in-one. He made it. He made mm-hmm. a hole-in-one. Wow. He made a hole-in-one. He said five years ago. Jimmy's putt-putt and more. Right. That's where he got it. Nailed it. Got the blue ball in.
I might have a lottery issue on my side of things because the other day got uh, Mega Million tickets. You know, mm-hmm. mine didn't match, but as I was going, my neighbor GI Don, you know, I said, "Hey, you want me to get you some tickets?" He goes, "Eh, okay." Goes inside, gets twenty dollars, gives it to me. I get his ticket. I come back, knock on his door, give it to him. Good luck, Don. All right, heading to bed. Good night. See ya. You haven't seen him since. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> and you didn't check, did you? No, I didn't. My wife asked, Rachel goes, did you take a picture of the ticket? I go, I did nope. not. <laughs> and, this, <laughs> and, this guy, and this guy's outside every day working on his truck. He's got like four vehicles, and he just he just tinkers on them because he's bored. Oh. That's all he does. I don't even think they're broke. He just he breaks them and then fixes them. If he won a lottery and moves away and you never see him again, I will say this to you as long as I know you. This, this is a story that will never die. I'm going to hurt for you, though. Because I would be hurting, but I'm going to be like, dang, Because remember, neighbor he, got you. He said he was going to give me he 50. He said he was going to give you half. He said he was going to give me half. I'm going to say, see, you can't trust them neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'll get you a G.I. Don update tomorrow. <laughs> Are you going to go knock on his door today? <laughs> no, I want to see if he comes out. And, like, at least come out and say, hey, man, you know, I didn't hit any numbers. And But show me the ticket, right? <laughs> Now you want to see the ticket. It's public record, man. We can find out. This is going to change our relationship, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. I hope hope he's just maybe a little tired. He's just been a little tired. (laughs) I want to dress up in an outfit with balloons and be like, hi, it's Joey the balloon guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's in there just rolling around on cash. (laughs) Scrooge McDuck style. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, they got two tickets, pair of tickets. Greta Van Fleet, it is the Starcatcher World Tour, August 8th at the Oakland Arena. Also, Surf Curse, Mountjoy, and Black Honey. I need a couple players, two to be exact. We're going to do nothing personal, uh, which is kind of fitting for today's program because mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff that Nelson reads in order to find love. Yep. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and these are real stories that we get off of our super secret special website of people looking for love. You, with the help from Nikki D., have to tell me, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Figure it out, sound it out. Uh, not that hard. 916-909-0985-916-909-0985. Like I said, need some players, start lining up, and we'll do nothing personal here next. Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexes? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. And we're going to do a round of Nothing Personal for these Greta Van Fleet tickets. Starcatcher World Tour. I don't know about that. August 8th at the Oakland Arena. Also, uh, Surf Curse, Mount Joy, and Black Honey will be on that bill. So, I don't know. Maybe you can get some tickets, Nelson. Uh, from the promotions department for your big day tonight. Mm. Woo we'll, we'll her with freebies. Ooh, oh. good idea. Another good idea. My name's Nelson. I got a radio show. <laughs> I get tickets. Uh, Chris, how are you, my friend? Good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's. Uh, Nikki, how do you say it? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, Ryan, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good, thank you. How you doing? Good, thank you very much. Would you like to say let's go as well? <laughs> let's go. There you go. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, gentlemen, here's the game. Nothing personal. We go to our super secret special website where we find these real stories of people looking for love here in Sacramento. 
All right. And you, with the help from Nikki D, after I read you their story, have to tell me, figure it out, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Chris, Ryan, you understand how the game works? Got it. Got it. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal. All right, here we go. Right. Chris, you're up first. Can't get that reading voice ready. You ran out of gas on Sheldon Road, Elk Grove. You were stranded until a hero, LOL, came along. Seriously, though, I was happy to help you. Seemed very grateful. I made sure you got to the but I felt like there was another fill up you were after. I didn't press the issue, though, because you had already had it hard enough. If you need another top off, though, I'll be there to save you. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Gyration. <laughs> All right, what are you thinking? <laughs> I think woman for man because all the hard comments. All right, I think it's actually man for woman because Ooh. it starts off saying they ran out of gas. Women run out of gas all the time. I can honestly say I've seen very few instances where men run out of gas because women just don't want to stop and get gas. Nah. Um, and then he's saying she needs to be filled up and he's hard enough to do it so i think it's a man for a woman oh those are great answers chris what do you want to go with yeah, that's a good point nikki did a really well job of thinking that out good <laughs> <laughs> oh my god really yeah. chris do you want my help or not do you want my help or not let's go with nikki d what was that what did you say Man for one. Man for one. By, well, and I hope it's wrong. By, by the way, <laughs> the reason why women run out of gas is not because they don't want to stop. It's because they forget to stop. Both of those. It's because you don't want to stop when you notice you need it, and then you forget, and you run out. Yeah, it's all about forgetting. All right. Uh, man for woman. Yes. All right. You sure you want to stick it. with that, Chris? She's not very confident in her answer. I got it. That's it. All right. That's right. I know it's right. I'm confident in my answer. I just didn't want him to get it at that point. It can't be meaningful. Who's <laughs> mean to me first? Treat everyone like Monica. <laughs> Every, everyone, yeah, everyone gets treated like Monica. Uh, all right, Ryan, here we go. Next one is yours. All righty. Looking for my friend, Lincoln. Where did you go, friend? You left my life and my bed empty. You were perfect, middle-aged, chubby, and had arms that could wrap around me twice. I miss it all. The hiking, the thrift stores, discovering new restaurants, and exploring each other. Let's get this bed repopulated and then work on filling each other up. A lot of filling going on. There's a lot of filling. A lot of filling today. A lot of filler-ups. Heavy on the filling. Heavy on the filling. Light on the chubby, heavy on the filly. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. 60 seconds. Okay, Ryan, what were you thinking? I'm thinking woman for man just because uh, the way she, the person was saying that they'd like to have, you know, be wrapped around. uh, The chubby long arms? Yes. yes. So 
I, I got the chubby long arms. They're going to the thrift store shopping together. I thought this was maybe a woman for a woman until they talked about the filling each other up part. Then that made me think that it possibly could be a man for a man. Ooh. So I think it's either woman for woman or man for man, and I'm leaning heavier toward man for man. Well, these are all good answers, Ryan. All right, well, is that a fat joke? I'm gonna take Evan. I'm gonna take Nikki D's um, her uh, word for it, just because you know she's uh, you know had Nelson under her uh, wing and everything, and uh, she took a care of him. So I, I'm gonna take her word for it because she seems like she. She knows what she's talking about. Okay, well, what word are you taking, sir? Which one of those? She gave you a couple options. Well or good? I'm going to take, I'm gonna take. I think, uh, woman for woman. Okay, woman for woman. That's what you said, right? But I'm suggesting man yeah. for man. But she's suggesting man for man. Yeah, which she, which one do you want? Okay, we'll do, we'll, let's do man for man then. <laughs> Always. We'll do man for man. Always. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> like I said, I trust Nikki D. Okay. Oh, thank you, Ryan. Man for man is your answer. That is my answer. That's correct. Come on. Right. Let's go. Hold on. All right. Thank God you're under her wing. You wouldn't have got that point. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Ryan, Ryan listens. Ryan pays attention. He knows. It's a big wing. <laughs> Very large wing. Or it's not covering yeah. much. You know but, what I mean? But like, you didn't know you 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 broke from the wing with this date tonight. Uh-huh. I know. And you didn't keep her in the loop. Oh, you should have seen it when I told her about it. I just got the stink eye. Like, what? Why is this the first I'm hearing about it? You know who's gonna go out to that tipsy topsy place tonight? It's her. It's Nikki D. <laughs> I don't she's live far from there. She's gonna make it a point to go out there and watch you on your little Tinder swindle. <laughs> All right, Chris, here we go. Back to you, buddy. In front of me in Safeway, Lincoln. To the very cute person at Safeway in Lincoln yesterday afternoon, you were the real flavor I was looking for. You were in line in front of me, and I couldn't keep my eyes off of you. You were wearing a green shirt, if I'm remembering correctly, that fits you very well. And very snug blue jeans. I barely mustered up the courage to try to start a conversation, but I was nervous and probably somewhat awkward. I needed to get a drink of that liquor that she had in front of you, and I definitely wanted to taste not only that, but you. Ooh. LOL. That's laughing out loud. Oh, that meant lots of licks. Lots of licks. <laughs> Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman, Chris Nicky D. What are you thinking, Chris? <laughs> I think I think I think man for man. The the tight clothes and commenting on the shirt. Okay. Well this is what I think, Chris. I think that oh, they said sarcastic. that this was a cute no, I'm, I'm telling Chris what I'm thinking. Last three. Usually I'm she thinking, jumps in there, um, but now it's like, what does your mother think? <laughs> well uh, Chris dropped that well good on her. <laughs> They said that this is a cute person. That's what they used to describe them. Um, you're the flavor I'm looking for. That's kind of same sex, just I do believe. Snug blue jeans, and I want to taste you. I think this is definitely woman for woman action here. Oh, taste, taste. Let's go with Nikki D, woman for woman. Are you switching your answer, Chris? Well, I don't think he had yes, one. What was he your did. what was your original answer? I, I was I was saying man for man at first, but whoa, I, I, whoa, I, I agree with whoa! <laughs> I gotta tell you, that's strong. Nikki's a strong too. Everybody's strong today, but um, I 
you can change it. If you would like, just kind of throwing that out there, just trying to help. Lock it in, woman for woman. Well, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was just trying to tell you you could change. You could change. Did you hear me? I heard you say it. It's on. Yeah, I was like, if you, I, I was like, dude, you could change it. I have levels. I was trying to like inflect that, but mm-hmm. I guess it did not come across. All right, woman for woman, not correct. So Ryan, your turn. You can steal. All right. Good talk. So Ryan, <laughs> here's my second thought: if woman for woman is wrong. What, did you have anything that you were thinking or no? No, um, okay. I'm kind of going. I'm kind of going with you, uh, Nikki. I'll see. Um, okay, so you're not gonna think about anything. Okay, okay, that's fine. So, well, like I said, I trust you. Okay. What do you What do you got? All right, so I'm gonna switch it up to woman for man then. <laughs> woman for man. Yeah, this is a woman talking to a man. But you said man for man earlier. No, I said woman yeah. for woman. Oh, what Chris mean, said man. For you man. said woman for man. That's strong. Man for man? No, I don't think it's a man. In well, whatever place. you said at the first time, that was strong. <laughs> Yeah. Get your friction on. What I'm going with for man. That's what I'm going with. Okay, what are you going with, Ryan? I'll go for the same thing. Uh, Just because, I mean, I had kind of, you know, I was trying to think about it, and I I think she's probably right. You've got interesting commentary. I agree with Nikki D. Okay, excellent. I agree with Nikki D. Okay, woman for man is your answer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is for the steal to take the lead, and then... All right. Possession of the board. Woman for man is. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> All right. That's right. Let's go, Ryan. Get you in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, the board is yours. You get yes, to go sir. again, sir. All right. Before this game's Already. over, I, yeah, I'm, before this game's over, if you win, Ryan, I need. I'm going to give you some time just to thank people. <laughs> Because you talk in award speech, (laughs) which is awesome. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying that's just an observation. Here we go. It's all good. It's all good. 7-Eleven today, Auburn and Greenback. I was coming out of 7-Eleven, held the door for you, and got caught staring at those little shorts you had on. You were going to the check cashing next door, and all I could think of was if you need a little help and let me take care of you. I know I was scrubbed out when you saw me, but trust me, when I say I clean up just fine. Maybe you could help, though. Let's slide into my Whirlpool tub and let the Jets do their thing. Then I'll pay off those bills and get you a nice, hot meal. It's a sad story. A little bit. And who drops the brand name for their tub? <laughs> like, let me grab you a drink out of my Samsung refrigerator. Well. <laughs> yeah, but how do you convey that the tub has whirlpool has jets? Jacuzzi. It's that's not, a brand name. Jacuzzi is? Yes. Oh. Okay. Uh, man for woman, man <laughs> for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Okay, so, Ryan, this is what I'm thinking. Okay, she held okay. the door for them. She had on little shorts, and then she says she had on scrubs. Not saying that men can't wear scrubs because they can. Then they got into a hot tub. We're going to let the Jets do the work, if you know what I mean. So I'm thinking this is either woman for woman or a man for woman. But I'm more heavy on the woman for woman for this one. Mm. Uh, I I think I'm going to go woman for man just because uh, she's talking about, you know, 
she's uh, wearing scrub. You know, she's all scrubbed up. She's probably just going into Seven Eleven to get a big gulp in the morning and didn't have her makeup on and just you know she ran across this guy and you know yeah. she liked what she seen. She liked okay. what she seen and said, you know what, let's just uh, let's just get this going. Thank God, real quick, just say, and I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank God. Yeah. So after everything you say, you got to thank God and thank your agent. That's right. Okay. All right. So woman for man, woman for man is your answer. It's a good one. Yes, sir. Yep. That's wrong. That's wrong. Wrong. All right. Yes. Ryan, you got to stick to what you know, Ryan. Chris, you need this because we're running out of time. You tie it up. The board is yours, and then you've got control. Ooh. I kind of, I kind of think man for man, just because of the the jets. Man for man, that that is more of a woman thing with the jets, though. Have you ever put your penis in one of those jets? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it but if they hurts. need the jets to do the work, maybe <laughs> it's because you know they they neither of them are a woman. Okay. All right, or they need the jets to do, do the work because it's gonna hit the right spot to get the work done. But that's just what I'm thinking. I think it's woman for woman. But go with your go with your gut. These are you all's tickets to win. All right, Chris, what are you going with? Nick D's always right. Woman for woman. Nobody ever stick. Nobody has confidence to stick with their guts. Ryan just did, and he was wrong. Well, I think he's good. but at least he feels good about himself, and he thanked God whoa. and his agent. Be careful there. All right, Chris. <laughs> What's he doing with your guts? You heard what he said. Sticking it in Nikki's guts, he said. Uh, want some milk? <laughs> All right, so uh, you're going with what again? Woman for woman. Are you sure? Locking it in. Locked in. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, that's right. I knew it. I knew it. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Chris, the board is yours. Destiny is in your hands. If you want to win the tickets for Greta Van Fleet, it is all up to you. You get it right, you win. If not, Ryan wins automatically. Here we go. Last one. Nothing personal. Jim, Sacramento. Saw you at the gym, and it seems like we kept bumping into each other. I know something... That I'd like to bump into more. How many more signals do I need to give you? Every time we start our small talk, you constantly look me up and down, up and down. Every time you do, I make sure to rub my hands on the places you need to be focused on. Let's move your workout from here to my private king-size gym. (laughs) And don't worry about the shower. We'll get you nice and clean. Afterwards, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman for all the marbles. I don't even know what that. Means. Yeah, I think there's got to be there's got to be man for man, man for man. Well, I don't have I don't have that for either of mine that I think it is bumping into each other at the gym, small talk, looking each other up and down. I have a private king size gym. I think that that's a man talking to a woman or a woman talking to a man. Ooh, those are great. Nicely done. Strong. I think it's rare for a woman to look a man up and down unless they're just really dirty. Nah, I definitely agree with you on that. They're out there. <laughs> it's up to you. It's your know. tickets I, to win. We'll go with your gut. I think I think I'm gonna go man for man on this one. Wow, you've gone with Nikki the entire game and it's done you right. And now you're Whoa. going against the grain and you're gonna kick yourself if you don't get it right. <laughs> You're not going to be able to live with yourself this weekend. It's going to be horrible. I'll be all right. All right. All right. Man, for, right. man for man, you said? 
That's, that's it. Lock it in. What'd you say, Nikki? I said man for woman. Oof. <laughs> All right. Locking it in, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. Ooh. That's right. Look at Chris. Ryan, we appreciate you, brother man. Have a great rest of your week and weekend. And right. you can try back tomorrow if you want for more tickets. Chris, congratulations. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Greta Van Fleet, Oakland Arena, August 8th. That one was easy, and I'll tell you why. In the year 2023, heterosexual people cannot pick up other people at the gym. Oh, right. It is shunned upon. Really? It is. Hmm. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. But it's, it, it became kind of like cheesy, you know, and disrespectful oh, yeah. to pick up, like a guy pick up a girl or a girl pick up a guy while you're training. It just became a, it used to be a thing. Like you would go to the gym to meet people and then it became like more women going, can you stop staring at me? I'm trying to get my fitness on. It's a quick way for you to go viral on the wrong way as a dude. But I do think for homosexual couples, they've now adopted what heterosexual couples used to do in the gym. And made it better, probably. Yeah, because they're banging in the showers. Right. They got Uh, signals and stuff now. So, you know, they can be in the same locker room. It's genius. Yeah. I mean, it's actually. Have your cake and eat it, too. Right. Exactly. But go home, though. Don't do it in the gym. I agree. It's naughty. That could get caught. Yeah. But other people have to use that facility. That's not being considerate. I agree. But that's just the way of the world. Mm-mm. Nikki D. Now, I don't shower in the gym, so I'm good. Right. Well, you should. Probably get I into don't. one of those little. I refuse. Orgy porgies. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I think you get kicked out of the orgy if you call it an orgy porgy. <laughs> Hi, it's Nikki D. I'm here for the orgy porgy. Yeah. I think that's Girl, one shower over. Home. <laughs> if you're wondering how I am in bed, I do good. <laughs> uh, looking for some cash. There's an opportunity that Mattel has out there where you can make $278 an hour. It's a pretty good gig, which is about on par for what Nikki D's daughter is making at 15. Absolutely. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we'll roll all that into one here in just a minute. Hang on. 278 bucks an hour is pretty good. Actually, 277.77 is what they're paying. That is Mattel. They're looking for a chief Uno player. Need to sign up for that. To hawk its latest, uh, what is this? Uno Quattro. That's the new game. Succeeds Uno Dos. I'm really good at Uno. Now, these new <laughs> Uno variations, I don't know how good I am, but I'm pretty sure I'm good at those two. It's a cross between the classic Uno. That's I didn't even know that there were other Uno games. Yeah, there are. And Connect Four. That's interesting. I love Connect Four. Uh, the job is Chief Uno player. The deal is a month-long gig in New York City involving four 16-hour work weeks that pays $4,444.44 a week. Dang. It's a grand total of $17,777.76 per the job ad. The successful applicant must be able to work two to six, four days a week from September to early October, and the task of, quote-unquote, Challenging worthy competitors to a game of Uno Quattro and teaching the new rules to fans. That's a fun gig. Like, if you're young. Yes, absolutely. It's like going on Big Brother, you know. I want 
to go on Big Brother now, and I'm not you young. What do you mean? That's why. Well, what? I, let me rephrase that. So, if you have the if you have the opportunity in life, let's just say that. Yes. Like let's you say wouldn't, because you know, I've Big Brothers. I'm a fan as well. You know that. And I almost went on there. I had opportunities. Uh, wow. And but I couldn't do it because you have to be gone for three months. Right. But you always say that you couldn't do it. I don't understand why you didn't pack up and go. Because he had a gig. Yeah, but this, this is something is... that leads to something bigger for a lot of people that go on that show. Okay, well, I watched a guy who was doing basically what I'm doing, executive producing, leave for three months, and he never got another executive producing gig again. But you, you got to take the risk. You you tell me the percentage of people that have gone on these shows that have gone on to make a successful career for themselves where they have not been, it actually makes it harder Mm -hmm. because now you're considered a celebrity and you have to get a celebrity type job because if you don't, your ego is shattered, you know, and then everybody's asking you about one thing and one thing only. It's very, very difficult. I've got numerous friends that have done things like this, that have been on the show, like Big Brother. I want to go so bad. I've uh, I've got friends that were Playboy Playmates of the Year that are living normal lives now. And they're real estate agents, which, again, there's nothing wrong with that. My wife's a real estate agent. But, you know, they're, they're not doing that celebrity type thing. One made it very far on American Idol. Very talented girl. Career never worked out. Moved but to Nashville. But that's different. American Idol, you want to be a singer with Big Brother. Yeah, you may get a little bit of celebrity, but you don't really go on Big Brother and say, I'm going to come out and, and be an actress and win an Oscar. That's just something you do for me because you want to do it because you love the game. Some people do it for exposure. So you can come back from that and live a regular life, I feel like. You can, but your point was is you go on it to, to bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah, Some people do, yeah. Your, your job's not going to be there. I I'm promise saying, you there's... I would not go because I'm scared of not having my job is what I'm saying. Get another job when you get back. Well, I would be upset with you if you oh. did that. <laughs> I worked my ass off to get here. Yeah. It took me 17 years to bust out of Nebraska to come to a city the size of Sacramento to work. So I, I can't flippantly I, say the same thing. I actually enjoy what I do for a living, and I <laughs> like my paychecks. Yeah, so so yeah, you you can't do it. I mean, I auditioned one time and I didn't make it, and then I was got an in because the executive producer is Allison Grodner. I don't know if she still is or not. Yes, and you do you know her? I I, I have connections to her because I know Boogie. Well, why haven't you tried to get me in? Because you never he, asked, and he doesn't want to lose you. I have asked multiple times. I've said multiple times I want to go on Big Brother. Well, that's the problem. What's the problem? You brought an axe with you, right? Oh Scared my gosh! <laughs> You had to know he was in the zone. Whatever. <laughs> you don't ask somebody for a favor it. with an axe. Had he set your fight up for that? Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> but you never, you've never asked me. Yeah, you actually, you've said it out loud that I want to, but that's like wishing in one hand and in the other, and see which one fills up first. That's like him plus. Saying, I don't think you do well. And I don't, why I don't, don't you think I do well? I just, it's not important, but I just don't think you do. I, I would I do, do well. I, I train. I, I know you think I wouldn't do well because of the well because of the physical stuff, but I train for that. I would do really good with the talking and getting all the information from people. You, you could, don't think I'm good at that? You couldn't play the mind game. Oh yes, I could. No. Now me, on the other hand, that's that game is right up my alley. It is. That's why I don't know why you didn't go. Um, but because uh, I like my job anyway. So if you're interested in this, uh, this gig, I mean, I guess you reach out to Mattel. It doesn't really give any information on where you where you go to. But, that, you know, like people always say, I can't find a job. I can't find something to do. I mean, yeah, this is a one percenter type of job. Yeah, that's why I say it's not very likely that you may even be selected for this job. Correct. But there are opportunities out there. 
And Nikki was telling me the other day, like my daughter just got a job. She's coaching at this cheer camp, which was way cool. She just randomly looked it up and wanted to, she's a cheerleader. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's out of high school going into college. She's going to Sierra. They don't have a cheer squad, you know, for whatever reason. So she was looking for a gym to go and train and be a part of something, which is makes me very, very proud and very happy uh, that she showed that initiative. Mm-hmm. And she goes to this, uh, this tumbling school in, in Roseville. And she walks in, and they welcomed her with open arms and offered her a gig. That's awesome. That is. And that's right up her alley. And now she's a coach. And they're like, we only need you one one day a week. And now they want her three days a week. And she's, nice. I don't even, and she's only been to work once. Well, and if anywhere, you're going to have a lot of access to people who want to be in cheerleading. I feel like it'd be California. Like, I feel like she could really eke out a nice existence as a coach, start here, and then break off and do her own thing. But Nikki D's kid goes out and gets a job. Now, Nikki D's kid is 15. Yeah, she's only 15. <laughs> but she, like Ariel, showed initiative. Mm-hmm. She went out and got uh, got She applied it. herself. She set up her interview, everything, all by herself. At, uh, what was it? Crepe and Waffles. Crepe and Waffles. Here in Roseville, actually. Okay, so Crepe and Waffles. And she finds out how much she's getting paid. They offered her $18 an hour as a 15-year-old. And I think that is way too much money. To pay a fifteen-year-old, I don't. I know grown people that don't make eighteen dollars an hour. So my question when I asked Bailey was, I mean, am I a bad parent if I don't want her to have this job making that much money, or is it because we're in California, the cost of living? Like I, I see your face, Nelson, but I don't want her to start making eighteen dollars an hour and thinking she doesn't have to do her schoolwork or she can just work a job. I, I, it's a catch twenty-two. I, I agree with what everything that you just said, but on the flip side. You know, that same job that your daughter might be doing, I don't know exactly what she's doing, there are adults that would possibly do that same job, and they should be making, you know, $18. They need to make $18 an hour to survive in this world. But I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Especially, This is what I told my daughter. I said, you know, go out, get a job. I don't want you working a lot because I want you to focus on school. I want you to enjoy school especially when you move on to like Sac State or, or UC Davis or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want you to enjoy these years because you'll never get them back. You have the rest of your life to work. We're thankfully in a situation where you don't have to be doing all those things. But it's important to understand how to balance making money and your schoolwork and your personal life. Right. So I want you to experience all those things in moderation. What I told her that she cannot do is work in a restaurant. You cannot work in the service industry business. Because what happens is, seen it a million times, and I, you know, was kind of a product of this at an early age, is you get paid that cash money tip. Yep. And that cash money goes in your wallet or in your purse. Every day. And you get addicted to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see a young person, like especially my daughter, and I'm sure Nikki feels the same about her daughter, is that you're making, to your point, this cash money more than you've ever made before in your yep. entire life, America. And you're going... I'm rich. When right. You're not. I don't need to be right. doing schoolwork. And my daughter has a shopping addiction. She's just going to be shopping, shopping, and then her head's going to be where, well, I don't have to ask you for money anymore. I have my own. Do you remember your first job and how much you made? Yes. I worked for my family's barbecue restaurant when I was 14, and I made $25 a day. $25 a day? Yeah. And you were appreciative. I was. I had my hundred and some dollars a week, and I was happy. <laughs> uh, this was not my first job. My first job, was, I, I was 12. At a grocery store, and I got it because my mom pissed me off because I needed new tires for my four-wheeler. And I got the job myself, mm-hmm. phone book, went up there, blah, blah, blah. But one of my favorite jobs, I don't know, 
Yeah, we have first first watches around here because it's actually a California based company. I haven't seen any here, but I know first watch clearly. We had them in Atlanta. Breakfast, brunch, lunch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like thirteen. It was like my next job. I was like thirteen, fourteen years old, and I was a busboy. And I could only I could only work Saturdays and Sundays mm-hmm. because they closed at two. And so I would get there Saturday, Sunday morning at like five in the morning, and I would bust tables and stuff. And I remember one time I negotiated my contract, or not my contract, but I negotiated my pay. I was like, they, I was making three dollars an hour, and they finally gave me four dollars an hour. Ooh, and I was baller. I was stoked about that. And uh, but we would at the end of the day when they split the tips, I'd walk out of there with like twenty two dollars. And at that time, that was a lot of money to you, I bet. That was me walking home to take a shower mm-hmm. and walking back to the mall, which is like all within a proximity of a couple miles, and meeting my girlfriend and having $22 to take her out. Your girlfriend? Yeah. You did stuff so early, I swear. Well, I was with that girl for six years. You know? Yeah, but so young. A girlfriend? Mm-mm. And then it got even better when I became the deck dude of this place called Spanish Point in Osprey, Florida. And if you ever make it down to Sar- the Sarasota area and you go to this place and you go out on the deck uh, and you see that there is a jug for tips, know that this guy started it. Because oh. when I worked there, they they didn't allow us to get me to get tips. Oh. But the bartenders and and you would order your like they didn't really do much you didn't have a weight service sure. so you'd order at the window and you would come pick up your own food and i was out there cleaning up their trash refilling their drinks makes sense all they were doing is bringing the food to the kitchen i mean literally like five yards ten yards so i was like where's my tip they weren't even tipping out so i was like i want my own tip jar right so i lobbied, got a jug. lobbied to do that and i started making tips and 20 gazillion years later and every time I go back there, I make sure I go to make sure to see that there's still a tip jar out there. And do you let them know that you are the originator of it? Unfortunately, I do. I know you do. That's why that I asked. Sense. The corniest, <laughs> silliest. I know you do. Stupidest thing ever. I know you have this because of me, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, not for nothing, but <laughs> right. You're walking home with thirty dollars tonight because of me. Thanks to me. <laughs> Uh, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why an ATM was found in the street and what wrestling icon the feds are after. All right. Get you your headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Educate yourself on the best in the business. They're... Good guys, great guys, educated guys. Uh, they'll educate you as well what you might need in your household. Best service, best price, that is guaranteed. Good guys, heating, cooling, dot com. Nikki D. If you saw an ATM in the road, would you check for cash? H5. Sacramento County Sheriff's Office says it was taken sometime overnight from the safe credit union just a few feet away. Deputies have not released any suspect information. This is according to ABC 10. There was an ATM found right in the middle of the road. And when you look at the footage, it looks like somebody tried to hook it up to the back of a truck or something and drag it out and like pieces of it are broken off. And it's just laying out there. So when the police uh, get on the scene, they realize that it came from safe credit union and they've released a statement saying that they're working with law enforcement to try to find out how this happened but right now they don't have any suspects they haven't put out any descriptions to the public or anything like that that's the old school you know the bank robbery where you put the chain up to the safe and you drag it down the road like you'll see in the movies or cartoons (laughs) 
You know, every time I see one of those stories, they make me laugh because I think when, you know, it's one thing to the drag the ATM, which I'm sure is a chore in itself, right? Mm-hmm. They're like bolted oh. down pretty yes. good. There's a reason for it. <laughs> but it, let's just say you do get the ATM and you're dragging it behind you to whatever destination that you're going to. Then you've got to open it. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's what I was going to say. How are you going to open it once you actually get it to where you're going? Well, I, I'm assuming a grinder, like a really good industrial grinder will do it. Yeah, you need like a drill press, I guess. And how are you going to get the, the box with the cash into the press? Uh, no, it, it's a chore. I mean, again, the call me before you do it hotline. This is one of the dumbest uh, crimes to me I, ever. I don't know how much money an <laughs> ATM machine is filled with. I'm sure it's a pr- probably a pretty decent amount. It's probably one of the more safer ways if you're going to do something like this. But can we think of something better? Like, even if it's half the money, that's less the hassle. Like, it's a lot of work. Well, how, well what's your way that other than going and dragging a, a machine than robbing a bank? <sighs> I, I, I learned a hack. I, I, I don't know. I mean, because if we're telling people to go into these convenience stores and rob them, we saw earlier today, you're probably going to get beat up for that. So Hold on. Again, let's think about what we say before we say it. <laughs> we did not ask people to go into convenience stores and no. rob them. No. no, we didn't. But I'm just saying there's no other option to that. Uh, what? What, I, what are you saying? 60 pounds? When you're saying think of something else to do than steal the ATM machine. Right. To but, get half the amount of money. But the convenience store line, what was that? Because I'm saying what other quick way do people that steal things go get quick cash? You rob banks. You go rob stores. You go rob places to get quick okay. cash. Just to be clear, we never told people to rob convenience no. stores. It's the opposite. I said to fight back if you see it. Mm-hmm. Just to make that very, very clear. Don't rob anything. You know, I mean, get a job. There you go. That's 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 an that's option. That's what I would advise. Just get a job. Don't steal anything at all. <laughs> what whatsoever. if I'm a felon, though? Uh, you can get a job at a, the, a restaurant. The, there's actually, I believe, a, warehouse. a new law that is being proposed here in California that they won't, uh, companies won't, uh, won't be able to ask if you have a felony on your record. I think I'm kind of here for it. Huh? I said, I think I'm kind of here for that. I get the reasoning why you would want to know if a felon is working for you, but so many of these people are being discriminated against for that, that even if they were rehabbed in jail, what are they- given a second chance. Exactly, which means it's going to turn them back to a life of crime eventually anyway, if they yep. can't get a job to feed them, their, themselves and their families. Yeah. Um, it's a double-edged sword. It is. It really is. If I'm an employer and I'm hiring, if I'm hiring somebody for the show, I want to know. What if it's like a levels to the felony? Well, that's we we live in this uh this this world where everyone is in one bubble, like everybody's considered one, and that's not the case. We're all individuals with individual stories, mm-hmm. and people should be judged like that, right? You know. So to answer your question, Nelson, yeah, if you've got a felony on your record, and if I'm an employer and I'm bringing you in, would I just automatically turn you away because you are a felon? No. If you came to me and said, "Yeah, you know what." <laughs> I got a really sweet deal. I only served eight years for a triple murder. I'm probably going to say, you know, this is not going to work. Right. But if you came to me and said, you know, when I was a kid or as soon as I turned 18, I was stealing mail. I stole an envelope from my neighbor's uh, mailbox and it was kind of a joke. But when they caught me, they ended up charging me with a felony. I'd hire you. You know, I mean, again, it's a it's a you made a mistake. You were 18. You didn't hurt anybody. You know, that's your explanation. If that's true, that's good. So there's it's everything's a case by case basis.
And everything should be based on, judged on that, too. Mm. Yep, absolutely. But we're like, okay, well, everybody's this. Now, there are certain sects that, yes, pedophiles, child molesters, those people. Sorry, you got, there's no, I don't care what your excuse is. I can't. We need to bring back branding, I think, for them. Yeah, scarlet lettered, you're done. All right. All right, next story. He's known for his antics, but not even Vince McMahon is ready for this. H6. I am the boss. I've got a big surprise for you. For Mr. McDaddy. Ruthless aggression. I'm going to stop being so damn nice. You're fired. Federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and served a federal grand jury subpoena to WWE executive chairman Vince McMahon. Now, he's out right now uh, on medical leave because he had a spinal surgery, and they're saying that uh, the feds are investigating him because he allegedly made a $3 million payment to a woman who was departing working for him because they had a consensual affair. Yeah. uh, I don't know if you remember me saying this, but years and years ago, Mm-hmm. Right before uh, Trump went into office, I said, "Watch, there's something. There, there's going to something's going to happen to Vince McMahon. They're very good friends. Oh, and Trump's in the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, he he was part of. I mean, that that's part of his shtick. And I've been telling people this for years. I'm like, he subscribes to the wrestling background." You know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I saw him in a lot of the he, clips. He works the crowd. I mean, he, he he's he's got a wrestling mind. Um, and the things that he does. So th- there, there is something with the story of these women that he allegedly sexually harassed, whether he did or not, I don't know. Um, but the, what they're doing to get him is really aggressive. I mean, more aggressive than you would hear for most people that are in this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. right? It would be kind of a one and done. We got you. You do this, we'll call it even, and we'll move, and move on. on. Mm-hmm. His wife also served under the Trump administration. Now, I'm not, I don't, I don't talk politics. I don't want to talk politics, and you know, I'm not trying to push anything or conspiracy theories. But it's just kind of odd that the aggression that is being placed on Vince McMahon for this situation, with I mean, raiding the house and all. I mean, all, or asking yeah. for those documents. Yep. They say it's an SEC thing, not the football, but the exchange commissions. <laughs> but you know, so they say it's more of that because of the money that was funneling out. Um, but that's a lot that goes into an accusation like that. Yep, a lot. You know, so I don't know if there's more to that story where they're looking for more. I mean, you see what the world's happening right now. So I don't know if there's more to that story of what they're looking for, and it has nothing to do with this case with this woman. But it has something to do with his affiliation. His affiliation, Dang, you know. I, I would, but I said that. I said that. I go watch this. I go watch this because they're way close and share a lot of same, you know, ideals and whatnot. And his wife is all in too. Dang, guilty by association. That's real. Guilty by association. Uh, do you have problems delivering bad news? Some people clam up. <laughs> they can't do it. You know, that is a pet peeve of a lot of people. Mine. They get nervous. I'll tell you, if you got something to say, you say it. Good, bad, ugly. Mm-hmm. I agree. But there are a lot of people, maybe you, that just can't do it. You don't know how to do it. So why not have a deedless celebrity do it for you? I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Have somebody else deliver your bad news. That's a good idea. So think about this, because this is uh, this is actually a thing, by the way. I'm just not making this up, and we've got audio to prove it of some D-list, D-list celebrities delivering bad news. What D-list celebrity would you like to deliver your bad news 
and what is the bad news. All right, guys? Okay. Think about that. If you want to get in on this as well, 916-909-0985, also on the text machine, same number, 916-909-0985, and we'll have that conversation here next. Thank you. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for listening. I hope everything's going all right for you. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also get us on the text machine, 916-909-0985, on social media. Listen to the BS and our YouTube channel, at The Bailey Show. Still, uh, we haven't gotten anywhere with uh, trying to find someone at the 7-Eleven Stockton store, have we? No. Uh, nobody's contacted the owners there, the heroes of the day. They were able to fight off the guy. I don't know if you've seen the video yet. Did you did you post the video? Yes, I posted Nikki? the video. All right, thank you. Well, this dude trying to steal the stuff in the back, and there's a guy that's in there shopping, doing the commentary, wanting a free Swisher Sweet. <laughs> and uh, the owner's just watching, yelling at him, one of the owners. And as the guy tries to leave the um, bulletproof uh, cage, the, the other owner, who's jacked and looks like he's got some background and maybe some MMA, takes this dude down. And then the other owner goes, I'm in, and grabs a stick and starts beating the schnizzles out of him. Beat him down. The narration changes to uh, not wanting a Swisher Sweet anymore for free, but that's what you get, man. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> what was the line at the end? That's an ass whooping that he was getting. That's the, you can play it, play it, go ahead, play it. Yeah. Right here. Exactly what it's called. Literally two minutes ago, he was like, hey, man, why don't you throw me a free Swisher Sweet? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you, you can't do it. You, you're just telling the owner, he's like, man, just let him go. You can't do anything. You just can't do anything. Let the insurance take care of it. You can't do it. Well, the problem is letting the insurance take care of it. If you're a store like that and the guy's wiping on all your tobacco products out, it's going to take a minute before you can refill. So, oh, yeah. you know, this argument of let people steal up to $999 because the insurance is going to take care of it for maybe the big stores like the Lululemons and the Gucci's and those types of places. Well, I don't know anything at Gucci that's less than a thousand bucks, but right, wallet maybe. You're yeah. saying they can handle it, but not these little small mom and pops. Well, they've got they've got the inventory. Is what I'm saying. Oh, right. okay, got you. Makes right, sense. but these the you know these OOs of convenience stores or what have you, they don't have the inventory. You know, they've got to go find it somewhere, and like especially with tobacco products, you know whether you're pro tobacco or not, that's they're still going to sell them and people are going to buy them. They used to be able to like a lot of these convenience stores, especially the one off ones that don't have. Uh, truck service that comes in. Like, I'm assuming 7-Eleven has a truck service that comes in because they'll have fresh fruit in the morning and all that good stuff. But you get these off, uh, offshoot convenience stores. These people are going to buy the stuff themselves and just upcharging. They'll go in. They used to be able to go into, like, a Sam's Club. Uh-huh. And in the cage, they would have all the tobacco products, and they would buy it in bulk. I was just about to say, where do you buy tobacco products? I've never even thought about that. Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Okay, that makes well, sense. Well, no, not anymore. You used to. They don't sell them anymore. Oh, really? You can't? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, so now where do my... they go? They got to do it online? No, because you can't ship tobacco products. You can't ship? Mm-mm. Not that I know of. Okay, so now I need to figure out where they come from. I I've no... never thought about that. I have no idea. And I want to know. So, when again, making it more difficult for these people to get inventory, you get dumb-dumb back there. And this guy's like the worst criminal ever. Like, he's so bad, you almost feel sorry for him, like he needs it. 
because he's because <laughs> the masks he doesn't match right. He's all over the place. And he looks a little homeless too. And he's wearing a bright blue hood, which is not really a hood. It's like a shirt wrapped around his face. And he pulled yeah. on his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like he gave himself a wedgie with his underoos. <laughs> he just got, so when you're looking at him, like if I were the owner before I beat him up, I would say, you know, man, can we talk for a second? Like, what's your story? What's your situation? Right. Like, you don't look like a robber. Like, you got to dress the part. So I'm going to stop you, and I want you to leave. I'm going to give you 100 bucks. I want you to go shopping. I want you to... That's the call me before you do it, right? Yeah, that will oh, work in yeah. that scenario. I want you to go buy better robber clothes, <laughs> and I want you to come back tomorrow and rob me. <laughs> buy better robber clothes. <laughs> <laughs> because this just ain't working for you. We want you to look good on the video. Okay? This guy, Swisher Sweet guy, is filming you for the world to see, and the world's going to look at you, and they're going to go, this guy's not a really good robber. He's, he looks a mess. He looks a mess. Your shirt's dirty. <laughs> Pants are droopy. They don't fit. You got a bright. You got a cream-colored shirt, black jeans, and a bright blue. I mean, you're all over the place. You can't do that. No. Here's a hundred bucks. Go get better robber clothes. Anyway, um, so do you have problems delivering bad news like this guy? <laughs> this guy should be listening right now. <laughs> uh, cameo. You know the 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 thing cameo where you go and you you buy a celebrity. I use that term loosely, uh, and and they say something for you. Like Gilbert Godfrey was the king. A oh, cameo. Yeah. Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. But he was the king. He was pulling in close to $300,000 a month, I heard. Dang, that is a lot of money. From cameo. Just from sending out videos. And he would sit there. I, I saw something on when he was, you know, this whole special. And he, he was sitting there in his couch. And you get the message and you get to pick and choose which ones you, you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you make your money that way, uh, which is a, a killing. But cameo has got to the point where they are enlisting some lower tier celebrities, like for example, Nelson. Nelson. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I do not say celebrity okay. before you say my name. <laughs> I was gonna say that, and you do haven't even gotten not. any hits yet. No, I'm not. Dang, you need to get one of your friends or something to buy a video so you can get popping. Because I am not a celebrity. I'm gonna order one of your videos. If if you've ever heard the term "jumping the shark," which came from Happy Days back in the mm-hmm. day, Nelson is the jumping yes. of the shark moment for this. <laughs> One yes. valued at one more than one billion dollar business back in 2021. <laughs> I will not have you talk about us like that. You Get and your in on that pot. You and your brand. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> My team at Cameo. Can you check to see if you even get hits? I have not received any notifications from the app. Oh. No. Yeah, he'll get a notification and they'll let him know. Like, boom, uh-huh. somebody wants you, Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have to as a if I wanted to buy one of these Cameo mm-hmm. videos? Do you have to order a subscription, or can you just go on and order it? No, you just order it. You can just, like, click, and I want to do that. Yes, a little one-time pop. Gotcha. <laughs> You're waiting every day, though, I bet. Well, I would just I would check it every day. So here's the new trend <laughs> that they're finding is that people are hiring these D-list celebrities to deliver their bad news. That's a genius idea, actually, if you think about it. Well, you, you find somebody. I agree. So you find some, if you have problems giving bad news, and which I asked before, are you one of those types of people? Like, everybody's got to deliver bad news at some point, mm-hmm. right? Or you want to say something mean, but you don't have the balls to do it. <laughs> so You're not confrontational. You're not confrontational. So if you word it correctly, these people will do it. They will. And then you go to the bottom of the barrel of the, the roster because they want any money and all money. They're just mm-hmm. excited to get a notification. Like Nelson. Nelson. Like Nelson. Would, if you're cheating on your wife right now and mm-hmm. you want Nelson to tell her, go to Cameo. Yeah. Like, he will do it in a heartbeat. What's yes, your I name will. on Cameo? That's just Nelson. Okay. 
So people know. People got to know where to go. Wearing his purple shirt, probably. Probably. so. No, he's going to uh-huh. be having on his uh, pineapple shirt, the blue one. Or his date night shirt, what he's wearing tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So uh, in the past three years, Cameo's received uh, almost 5,000 requests for the word divorce and the instructions, while almost 2,000 referenced breakup. More than 5,500 requests in that time included the terms apology or I'm sorry in the instructions and more than 1,000 mentioned quitting a job. You know what that tells me, Nikki D? What does it tell you? That there are a lot of pansies out there that can't, like, say what they need to say. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's part of life. I mean, that's adulting 101, right? You have to be able to... You know, Mm-mm. say the good and the bad. Not anymore. People are so against talking now. People rather send a message or email or text. People are afraid to come to your face and say, hey, this is how I feel about this. So this is totally on par with how people are today. But if you look at it in an optimistic way, like we've all had bad news delivered to us. Mm-hmm. It's part of the story, right? Life's bunch of different stories mm-hmm. put together you're there's no one that has your story that's what makes you exclusive in this life in this world you and your stories um i guess well let me take that back i guess this would be part of this this would just be a different spin on it but i know whenever bad news has been delivered to me it's always stood out like i remember the phone call from the nurse at the hospital telling me my grandmother had passed mm-hmm. i remember where i was what i was doing the smells around me the light above me the sounds in the background. I remember everything. Same thing. Right? Uh, I remember when my first wife asked me for a divorce. She was naked in the shower, uh, her butt facing me, <laughs> washing her back. And she turns and she says it and turns her head. I remember everything about that day. But that was part of the story. Because they had to deliver the news to you, and that's what burns it in your mind. I don't know if I had... James Kennedy of Vanderpump Rules deliver bad news to me <laughs> if, if that would be part of the story. They consider him a D-list celebrity? Like, Vanderpump is so big. Yeah, but it's still the D-list. I mean, it's still reality. Okay. Do you know how long I've waited to mention this show? Why is that? Because they were in the news for so long a couple months back? This show is everywhere, and I have no <laughs> idea what it is. Mm-hmm. Katie from No Wake Up Call says she wanted to come give you a segment on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because she's really into it. Yeah, she's really into it. She heard you say that. She's like, I want to come explain it to you guys. <laughs> I, 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 she's a pumper. I, I, I have no idea what this is. I got a text message from somebody. Um, somebody in the business and they're, they're regarding the show mm-hmm. and I just didn't sound excited because it's, it's about the future of some of this stuff. I guess I was being told inside information mm-hmm. and I was like, you got to promise you got to promise. I was like, okay. You know, like when somebody's really excited about something and you don't really care mm-hmm. and you don't know about it. And, and there's like, nobody going to repeat it to anyway. And they swear you to right. secrecy. And I'm always like, who am I going to tell anyways? Well, now this is something I would repeat <laughs> because of the show and you, what's oh, going to happen okay, down the road in the relationship. <laughs> So I was like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. And and I was like, oh, that's that's cool. I gave a thumbs up, I think. And they're like, that's it? I was like, what do you want me to say? I don't know anything about the show. You don't know anything about the show? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, he's one of the D-list celebrities, whoever this James Kennedy. It's not Jamie Kennedy, is it? It's not. I looked. Okay. It is not Jamie Kennedy. Well, that well, would be better. I'd remember if Jamie Kennedy was delivering some news like that. So would I. Oh, I like yeah. Jamie Kennedy. Oh, yes. Yeah. James Kennedy of Vanderpump Rules. And this is the slutty skeleton apology, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Van Wagnen's sister, Courtney Grasma, 
called her slutty called her a slutty skeleton <laughs> while drunk during the bachelorette party and Jessica's favorite reality star is James Kennedy of Vanderpump Rules. Okay, that makes sense then why she chose him. Okay, what in the f is a Vanderpump? That is it's their the name. family name. Oh. That is their family name. Oh, that's the like name. Kardashian. Mm-hmm, it's their last name. Oh. Mm-hmm. As far as Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump. Yeah, oh. Vanderpump is the last name. That's like ri- I don't know what they do though. It sounds like the biggest mix of rich meets white trash ever, <laughs> doesn't it? It sounds made up. It, like Buck it's Van- like Buck Vanderpump. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like invent a rich person's name. Vanderpump. Well, let me hear this apology. D one. What's up, Jesse? Congratulations, you're getting married to Matt on October thirteenth. I'm obsessed with that, and uh, I hope you guys have the most amazing marriage uh, forever and ever and ever. Um, I heard I heard uh, you had a crazy time in New Orleans, though, babe. And don't worry. You looked great, and you did not look slutty, uh, like a slutty skeleton. Okay, um, Vanderpump Rules loves you. Everyone loves you. It's not about the past; it's about your birthday. Uh, I mean, your wedding. Uh, oh. Matt, say what up to Matt for me, and uh, keep it London gangster, guys. It's not about the pasta. Keep it London gangster. <laughs> How about he cares so little about you, he can't even turn the TV off in the background, and he doesn't even know that it's not your birthday. <laughs> How can you be London gangster where you can't even carry a gun in London? Mm-mm. You carry a uh, a nightstick, right? <laughs> a mace. So uh, you go Peaky Blinders. You could have the, the little hat with the razor blade in it. The story behind this: the morning of their wedding, this uh, Jessica a woman was primping in her bridal suite in uh, Scottsville, New York, and her sister interrupted her to insist she watched this video. Um, the Jessica turned to her phone, saw none other than her favorite reality star, this guy, do that message. And months earlier, this Jessica girl, 31, a project manager at a payroll company, had her bachelorette party in New Orleans, and her sister, Courtney, called her a slutty skeleton during a <laughs> drunken tiff. <laughs> and, like, we all have seen that, right? Yeah, yes. you're mad at each other and drunk, yeah. calling names. In every group of people, you know, so I have a theory on life that we all come from a mold of people, like a handful. You've... Any person that you come in contact with, especially the longer that you live on this earth, you've met someone maybe numerous times, probably numerous times, very similar, mm-hmm. where you can automatically assume what type of person they are by the characteristics of the person before that this person reminds you of. And usually, uh, well, it always usually starts with facial, you know, and body, and you look at that type of person, you're going, mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's legit profiling, right? Uh, and... And it's always worked for me. That's why I always say I, in 60 seconds, I can tell you everything there is to know about you. Then you're going to have some different traits and some different characteristics. But for the most part, you stay generic. You're going to know overall who, who that person is. Right. So when you get a, a sect of people, not a sect, but a group, a small group, a poker table, a bachelorette party, a bachelor party, you can stand from a distance and look at those people and you should be able to say, that's this character. They're all characters, right? They're in, all in, characters. In a play. That's this character. That's this character. There's the guy that's, there's the girl that's getting married. Mm -hmm. That's her best friend that's not going to get too drunk because, oh, no, no, no. That's the best friend that's going to be a little bit jealous. Then you have the girl that doesn't fit. She's usually a little hefty and real ugly. And she's the mama bear of the group. She just looks out for everybody. Nailed it. She's the mama (laughs) bear of the group. Yep. She, if there is a guy that tries to approach him, she will get pissy. She'll go up to him. She'll be like, no, no, we're busy right now. Just back get away. Up. You know, back up. 
Then you add the two slutty girls. Absolutely. Who are going to be drunk. That start the night off with the group, mm-hmm. and you don't see them until morning. Mm-hmm. Right? Or they're going to disappear for a long block period with some man. Every time. I yep. sit, if I sit at a poker table, same thing. You've got, you know, you've got this guy, you've got this girl, you've got, you've got the 80 year old woman that's, you know, is going to die in a couple of weeks, <laughs> but she plays everything in her hand, King two offsuit and the flop comes out King King two. <laughs> oh, you already know what cards they're going to play. You just don't get in a hand with them. <laughs> right. Because God favors the almost dead. <laughs> that's <Yes>. deep. <laughs> that one's deep. <laughs> Uh, William Hung of American Idol fame. Remember, she bangs. She, she bangs. bangs. She moves. She moves. He was asked to do a bad news video on Cameo. Uh, How do you have him deliver bad news? He's a good news guy. But it's William Hung. It softens the blow. Way yeah. softens the okay. blow. <laughs> and in this type of video, you might want somebody that you kind of understand. So you can get away with it and then go back and say, no, he said that. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> right, give me D2. Hi, everyone. This is William Hung. Christopher is going to put in the notice to leave the current job for a new job in two weeks. You found a new job. You miss all of you, but you're all amazing. So don't give up creating the life you want. Here is a song for you. In just two weeks. Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do. Be true yourself and just do it. Be what you want to be. Do what you want to do because it's all up to you. Did he do this in a shower? Well, it's like a kitchen and a shower. and <laughs> He was vacationing under a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> These qualities of videos are horrible. Uh-huh. Christopher, Christopher Gonzalez, a 35-year-old motion graphics designer for television and film, quit his job by dropping into, the, into a company-wide Slack channel like Cameo Video for William Hung, who one of her fans, you know, season uh, three of American Idol 2004. Gonzalez said the video was the best. You want to guess how much he spent? <laughs> Uh, $300. <laughs> Hung wishes. Right. It's not that much for him? Yeah. Shaving out. $30. Yeah. Dang, he cheap. I thought he'd be a little bit more than that. Right. a little notoriety. No, that's why That's why, That's why. why this is like good if you've got to deliver bad news. You yeah. It's cheap. You, it's real cheap. <laughs> you can't even go, you can't even get a meal for yourself at Applebee's for $30. No. With a drink. Nope. So but he- you can buy William Hung. <laughs> But if he's going for thirty dollars, then what are you doing your price at, Nelson? Cameo told me to set it at twenty, but I feel I feel like I should be at like five. Oh man, they're not going to give uh, you twenty if they ain't giving William but thirty. Can, can I suggest something? Free? No, oh. I think you should pay people. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the brand going. Uh-huh. Well, listen, I get that. It's like when a company buys their own product and then ships it out so they can give themselves a good Amazon review. Right, right, right. You, you know, you start, you start being known as the funny guy on Cameo that no one knows that's uh-huh. paying people to <laughs> to take a Cameo from him. To take a Cameo from him, you're gonna be. Then you, then you change your price like overnight. Like, I gotta get it. I do like this idea though to send a video with your resignation email because mm-hmm. we all send our resignations now through email. So send your email with this attached. I think 
that's off in the blue. Oh, no. If I'm quitting, I'm doing it face to face. Right. Absolutely. freaking lutely I'd get a comedian to do mine. I'd, I'd do Ali Sadiq because he's my favorite. And he'd make my resignation so funny that the boss wouldn't even feel no kind of way. He'd be like, gosh, I'm going to miss her. She's so funny. Is that So that's your D-list celebrity? Is he a D-list celebrity? I, he probably straddles D and C list. Ali Sadiq does. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He's a pretty good comedian. Yeah, he's a good comedian. Yeah. I don't think he's A list yet. Yeah, he's I wouldn't working say, his way up. I wouldn't Most say people that, don't recognize his name if you say it. Right. The average person probably wouldn't even look at a picture of him and go, oh, that's the guy in. But if you're a fan of stand up comedy, you know who he is. Right. Look him up. See how much he is. Do you know how much he is, Nikki? How much he He's not on Cameo, I don't think. You're just saying if oh, I had a choice Cameo. of somebody, that's who I would choose. Everybody's on Cameo. Nelson's on Cameo? on Cameo. Well, let me see if he's on Cameo. It's I a, doubt it. If it's a it's a free side hustle, they're going to do it. Well, let me see if he's on there. I would say he's $60, $50, $50, $45, $250. $250. $250. $250. Yeah, Dang, that's a, a little pricey. Get boy. a personal Ali Sadiq music, or not music video, but Cameo video. Uh, here's one, a stand-up comic. I'm not familiar with Jaron Myers. I see his, I've seen his face. He's probably like an E or F list celebrity, but he's big on TikTok. Okay. Uh, and he was asked to do a breakup video <laughs> for somebody. I mean, D3. Hey, Ethan, last week you met a girl named Morgan, and she wanted you to know uh, that she's just not interested, man. And you had told her that I'm your favorite comedian, and so she hired me on Cameo to break the news that would hopefully uh, hit a little softer. And so I'm really sorry, man. There's someone out there for you. It's just not Morgan, you know? Yeah, but thanks for being a fan, man. Uh, I really hope that you find somebody. Just not Morgan. Leave that girl alone. <laughs> <laughs> His was the best out of all of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, he cared. He cared. Best he actually, quality. Yeah. And he threw in the thanks for being a fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? That's He's what, only 20 bucks. Uh, yeah, and that's, you know, like there's a lot of great comedians just because they don't, they're not on TV or something. You know, stand-up comics are, are great. Well, I cut yes. for time out of that, too, because I didn't know how much of this we'd be able to play. He also drops that, hey, don't forget to check me out on my podcast. Oh, see, that's great. <laughs> he, he put a, yeah, he put a podcast uh, uh, drop in there. That's, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, so a lot of these stand-up comics, you'll go to, you know, um, uh, a comedy place. Like, we have a punchline here. Mm-hmm. And like I've always had uh, my punchline back in Atlanta, a great relationship with. I don't yes. know anybody at the one here. I'd love to know somebody out there. Uh, I think they get booked through Live Nation, though. They don't have a booker in house. But uh, you know, I forgot. Had already had you know, Ian Bag came through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's coming back. He's a good buddy of mine. But some of these comics that if you like stand up comedy, just because they're not on TV doesn't mean it's not going to be good or funny. Oh, no, not so at funny. all. They're, it's the hardest stage to stand on, and these these guys, even when they bomb, it's great. Right. I've seen um, comics perform at this place back in Atlanta called Taboo 2. It was like a restaurant slash bar, but they did comedy every Friday night. Two of the comics that were regulars there are now big, blown up on TV. Everybody knows them. Yeah. So, you got any bad news to deliver, Nelson? Uh, yeah, I was actually going to hire um, Ricky Schroeder to send you a video telling you that I'm going to be a little short on my rent this month. I'm going to need a little money from you. That's good. <laughs> That is good. That's really good. How would you How would you react if you got the video? Uh, I'd be like, "You remember Silver Spoons? That was awesome." <laughs> I know. I don't know how I'm going to pay Ricky Schroeder if I'm <laughs> low on money, but <laughs> how much does he cost? Oh, I didn't even, didn't even look it up. Let me see. Ricky Schroeder. See, a D-level celebrity for me would be. God, who's a D-level celebrity that I, I like? I like a lot of the... So you like a lot of them. Though. I like a lot of them. Let's just say, for conversation's sake, 
Janet from Three's Company. Oh, that's good. Right? That's really good. good. And I'd send it to Nelson. And say what? He's got the longest nose hair in his right nostril. I've been looking at it all morning. It is driving me insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. Hold on. Stay there. Uh-huh. He's been taking a picture of your nose. I don't think Ricky Schroeder's on Cameo. Oh, my goodness. I don't see him on Cameo either. He's going to post it for the world to see. I can see it from over here. See, I didn't even pay attention to it because I don't be gazing in your eyes. It's like Rapunzel's in his sinuses. <laughs> down your nostril hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Are you going to try to pluck? You oh. pull it, yeah. You're going like think- to just yank it? Out? Boom, it's gone. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, oh, and it's white. Ew. Ew. white. Oh, they're taking pictures of all of this. Prepare to be grossed out. That is gross. Now they're looking at the ooze that's coming out of it. Who does that? And I put it next to a pencil so everybody will be able to see the length Why of it. Why is it so it's white? Like, it's like when you go snake hunting in the Everglades. You got you to gotta put the snake up to something just to show length. Who has gray nostril hairs? Nelson, check your grooming before you go out tonight, please. <laughs> Look did at you, that thing. Did you do some blow before work? I did not. <laughs> I did not. All right. Uh, if everybody thinks that... Uh, this Lizzo thing is done. It's not. Nope. Far from it. And what I learned yesterday is what I knew before I told you the story. I don't care about her, and nor do I really care about the story. Bite but, your tongue. But, see, what I do care about is it bothers Nikki so much. So much. And that's the only reason I want to continuously bring the story up. <laughs> what, to bother me? This is ridiculous. She yeah. is so furious. I am furious. And hot over this. I, I, when I see somebody sweat, it's push, 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 push. She's been talking about this all morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> because more actual factuals are out, and I just want you to recognize oh, it. Wait, when you hear her actual factuals, mm-hmm. this one you'll really like, guys. <laughs> this is this is the actual factuals. Wait for the actual factuals. We'll get you that here in a minute. Hang on. What we've heard, Lizzo, the singer, not a nice person to work for. Lies. May I finish, and then you will get to you. Not a nice person to uh, work for. A couple of her backup dancers are speaking out, saying that she's mean. She uh, asks, uh, she uh, fat shames them, and she's a big girl herself, which is crazy. Uh, there was a documentarian that says they're doing a story or a, a, a documentary on her. So she bailed out because she was so mean, so arrogant, and disrespectful. Speaks out today, says it's all nonsense, with a little caveat in there. Some There's some read-between-the-lines verbiage, which is interesting. And the most important thing that we've learned in the last 24 hours is that she has allegedly showed interest in banana sex shows in Amsterdam for many years. <laughs> many people probably have. And she, excuse me. And she forced her dancers to go to these banana sex shows. Allegedly. Excuse me. You can't say force. This is alleged. Everything's alleged. I said mm-hmm. that. I said alleged. I don't want to say it after. I just before. need to make sure people hear the allegedly. Uh, all that stuff I just told you, I don't care about any of it. None of it. I don't give a damn if she's mean, she's nice, the dancers win, the dancers lose. She likes bananas, cucumbers, watermelons. I don't care. What I do care 
is watching this face to my right gets so infuriated. I don't know why you want me to be mad. You just want me to be mad. Because of this Lizzo chick. <laughs> and the hypocrisy in, is plays out in real time when somebody is a fan of something, they don't believe, an, or someone, they don't believe anything. But when they're not a fan or don't understand or don't even care, the story's accurate. Nope. Every single time. No, it's not that I don't care if it's not somebody I'm a fan of. It's I know Lizzo. So the moment I heard this <laughs> and everybody jumps to these accusations and trying to put her on a stake, you don't even know what's going on. All I'm saying is we need to wait and hear everything. And guess what? Yesterday I waited to hear. And these. In- she these call two- you? She didn't her? call me. Oh. She probably will, though. Uh-huh. Um, two of the dancers sat down with TMZ and did an interview. And all I wanted to know is, why now? Why is this happening now that normally leads you to the truth? And both of these women said the reason why now they're suing her is because they got fired. So what does that tell you? That they got fired. That that's why they're trying to sue her and defame her name because they're disgruntled that they were fired because they were inappropriately doing things on tour they should not have been doing. Because you know Lizzo. Because that's what Lizzo said. But you know her. You said that. You know her. I know Lizzo. I know her characteristics. I was having this conversation with someone yesterday. You aren't normally completely opposite of who you portray yourself to be with certain instances. Lizzo takes time out at the end of every one of her concerts to personally have an encounter with people. Not very many celebrities do that. Okay, you need to be around more celebrities. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's pretty common with the Jekyll and Hyde. Most of them are like that. That's why you, when you do get the opportunity to meet ones that aren't like that, you kind of showcase it, especially if you have the opportunity to tell an audience. But you're wrong on that one. You, be, you get around enough of them, you'll see the Jekyll and Hyde. You'll see all the publicity that they're, you know, taking care of babies and feeding the homeless <laughs> and stuff like this. But... You know, if you get to know them or you're around them and they're speaking freely and they're like, God, it sucked. I hate doing this stuff. <laughs> you know, seen it a million times. Uh, so she's innocent, right? I think she is, yes. Because Allegedly. She, why are you so angry right now? Look at this I'm face. not angry. I'm just trying to hear what you have to say next. I don't care. I just want to know why you're angry. <laughs> and I want you to get more angry. You kind of fixed no, it. Look. I'm not going to get more <laughs> angry. Kind of I'm not going to get more angry. And of course, I just want you to give Lizzo the benefit of the doubt. You don't even want to give her the benefit of well, the doubt. Well, he's never going to now because that's all you want from him. That's I all I want. I don't, he, give, I don't give anyone the benefit of the doubt. No one. No one gets the benefit of the doubt. Everybody's on the same playing field. You got to listen to everybody. No, I think you you give people the benefit of the doubt depending on what it is that they do. I I've heard you say some uh in an instance somebody who committed a crime because of uh who she was or what the crime was, she should just get a slap on the wrist. No, no, no. If you feel like there's no bias to anybody, everybody should go under one umbrella. You have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Let me give you a little broadcasting radio one-on-one lesson, kiddo. Mm-hmm. If you're going to repeat a story like you just attempted to you gotta be more detail oriented you can't say well, that one time with the thing and the girl and the thing <laughs> yeah. and the girl you gotta do better yeah you can't be a broadcaster and be that generic when you're saying stories like that. like if i was doing that i would say bailey you just gave vince mcmahon the benefit of the doubt earlier today well with that but i did nothing- not it felt like you did no i just i was given both sides i was given it and what i said years ago i was comparing it to that 
And I said, it's too fishy. I didn't say he was guilty or he was innocent. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say that in that that scenario. I'm saying that I don't think Lizzo is guilty, and I stand by that. And and that's when people go after you, when they're disgruntled. There's no reason not to when they're not disgruntled. Yeah, they're happy. Yeah, they're happy. And if they're fired and they're not getting a paycheck, uh, and I don't know how many other places they can back up dance because I don't know many artists that have backup dancers such as. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, you know, so that's why people do it. Look, even in I read her apology, you read between the lines. She admits that she comes across that way. And but she has a reason, which I will give her the benefit of the doubt when. And I said this the other day, you know, like radio hosts or people in power or position uh, that that you know manage and they want it a certain way and they have a vision. And this is her show. This is her gig. This is her name. It's not Lizzo and the backup dancers. Absolutely. So she wants it done her way. And if they're mm-hmm. not doing it her way, she's going to be probably very demanding. She's going to be short-tempered. And she's going to say, this is this is how it's done. And we live in a world where people don't want to hear that. They want to be coddled. And they want to be treated like they're on the same playing field as you. They're not. But, but that is different from saying, oh, she's... Uh, body shaming me and she's making me touch naked men in in Amsterdam and all the ridiculous things they're saying. And in the same breath, you're praising her and say, I want to be just like Lizzo when I grow up. Like, come on. Well, can we talk about this banana? Yeah. Let's let's forget about the other stuff. You know about this stuff, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Okay. It reminds me of, you know, you would always hear about the donkey shows down south. Right. Yeah. Like Mm. in uh, Bachelor Party with Uh Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what what happens on these shows? They're in Amsterdam where you know sex runs rampant on the streets, and it's what you go out there for. Well, what happens is what you would think. Like, have you ever seen the ping pong trick before? Sure. So it's things are put in other places, and then they are ejected from those places. Oh, so it's kind of like more of a track and field show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's not fun. It's like a, uh, uh, what's his name, Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment purposes only. That's not fun. I mean, you know, it this? is when you're there in the moment. I mean, I went to a something similar to that when I was in Texas, but it was like a sip and paint. And I came across a video on my phone the other day, which reminded me. And I was like, whoa, we were doing that. <laughs> Did you say sip and paint? Sip yeah. and paint? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like uh, wine and clay and, you know, and painting. And what? Yeah. Where the penis come in? The men are nude. Oh, so you're painting the men. Oh. We're not technically painting them because we already have the painting there. They're just around and they're putting on shows and then you have to like oil them down and they're doing tricks. Oh, you touch them? Yeah, you touch them. Really? Mm-hmm. And this is what they were saying. Lizzo made them touch these people. Nobody That's horrible that, that she did that. I mean, Nobody absolutely. What that. a horrible person to force her employees to touch. <laughs> Allegedly. If you buy her, I mean, we should really, what we should do is should pile it up and get a bulldozer and run over. We definitely should not do anything of the sort. <laughs> People have been doing this for free for years. Lizzo, more like your career's fizzoing out. Oh! oh. Her career's not going anywhere. Nobody's going to cancel Lizzo. This will go over. Go over to the unemployment It'll line. It'll blow over. Oh, he's full of them. Beyonce will apologize for pulling her off the thing and put her back on. It'll all be fine. No. Just you just wait. Well, not if I got anything to do with it. Well, you're not going to talk about this past today because I, I won't even remind you or bring it up, and then you'll just move on and forget about Lizzo. Well, I have to talk about it past today because I've started a movement. <laughs> what? So what's your movement? It's lose the Lizzo. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, so you throwing out your lizard too? Uh, God, I would love 
love to. <laughs> yeah, you better throw that out first. Oh, my God. If you're starting the movement. <laughs> that's a sore subject. <laughs> Did you rename the lizard? Let's go there. Oh, that's where it starts, yeah. Yeah. You have Lizzo the Lizard. Did you rename it? Nikki. Mm-hmm. I would love to do everything you just said, <laughs> but my powers have been taken away <laughs> with that effing lizard. It's a fake lizard, people. It's this giant silver monstrosity. It is ugly. It takes up way too much space, and it was delivered yesterday in our last pod. Ooh. And my wife and daughter won't let me get into the pod. Because you'll destroy it. Because I'll destroy it. <laughs> it fell over. I don't know what happened. And she says that they're going to find a place. Now, there is literally no place in the house. And I said last night. At your night, front door. The foyer. Yeah. 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 Oh, 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 no place. There, there's other ugly things there, like a Buddha mask for some reason. <laughs> and so I've, like, got zero say. And I said, you know, last night I said, you know, I go, if I don't like it, we, we're going to have to have a discussion. Oh, no, 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 no. Like. Rach thinks she's an interior decorator. <laughs> but, you know, no offense, but her interior decorating skills would be great in a very small trailer in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, she's going to kill oh, you. Oh, no! <laughs> she's going to kill you. <laughs> this is why you have yourself backed in these corners. <laughs> so, to your point, no, no. I wish, I wish. Okay. To answer your question. Movement over. There we go. No, the movement's still <laughs> movement here. Movement is over. Yeah, the movement's not about me or my big, silver, ugly TJ Maxx lizard. What's bigger That's than you? That's named Lizzo. It's bigger than me, about 325. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing too hard, Nelson. You are laughing too hard. Uh, I love a good fat joke, okay? Mm-mm-mm. Now the movement's was, over. Oh, by the way, that was, oh, you're talking about pounds? I was talking about pounds. Oh. Yeah. That's not a fat joke. So many hamburgers she ate last night. <laughs> very, very uh, original there. Oh. No, that was just stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines, uh, Lizzo D. I'm going to tell you what a bear stole from a golfer and where you can get paid to sit out of college. <laughs> I'm canceling you. How about that? I can't be canceled. I'm canceling you. I'm going online. And I don't like that word. I don't like that term. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, then don't do it against Lizzo. Say delete. No, don't say anything. Delete me. Matt Hardy means delete, 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 delete. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. We'll get you all that here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Fourth and final round of headlines brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. That is their phone number. They pick up the phone, they talk to you and everything. Best service, best price, that is guaranteed. That's no BS. 530, good air, Nikki D. Bears want more than honey these days. H7. Felt the impact of uh, something hitting me, <laughs> and it was very quick and loud. Head hurt, and it knocked me against the wall, fell over the bear, and uh, continued on the sidewalk holding my head. I don't know if it's more than usual that bears are coming out now. They're attacking people. They're stealing things. I don't know if it's more than usual, but it seems like it is to me. In this story, according to TMZ, these guys are out at the golf course and they're golfing. This bear just saunters right on out of the woods and he starts rummaging through their bags on the cart. Huh? Well, he realizes that there's not food in a bag. So then he grabs this guy 
a bag of the golf clubs and he starts running off with them. Well, the guy takes your move, Bailey, and gets big and yells at him like, hey, no, stop, bring me my clubs. And the bear pauses and looks at him for a second and then he grabs the bag and runs into a ravine and never comes back out. Yeah, with the bag. With the bag. So That's the awesome. guy's now out of all his golf clubs. Uh, but he said it's only cost him it's only gonna cost him two hundred dollars to replace them. And I thought golf clubs cost way more money than So that. did I. Not a golfer, but I would assume they did. Aren't they more expensive than that, Nelson? Well, I mean, what did he lose? If he had his driver on him, you could set an irons for a couple hundred bucks. Maybe he's not buying brand new fancy ones either. I don't know. This bag looked like it had at least eight or nine clubs in it from yeah, the but video. What I'm saying is a set of irons is usually about seven clubs, seven or eight clubs, mm-hmm. and you can get one for 200 bucks. Where, oh, okay. Where was this? This was in Columbia. Columbia. British Columbia. British Columbia. Mm-hmm. A lot of Columbias out there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was like, British. which Columbia? <laughs> is it a cocaine bear? No. <laughs> That's like, words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Like, that answers your question. <laughs> what do you do if you're a bear and you're hopped up on coke? You steal golf clubs. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of it for you, people. <laughs> Before it's all said and done. You just can't say Columbia. Is he on the spaceship? You know, like, what are you doing? Sorry, British Columbia. There you go. <laughs> All right, second story. Getting paid to stay home is something I would definitely sign up for. H8. The 30 students who get approved will be sent the money in late December or mid-January and will also be given first choice on housing for the spring semester. And this is at Middlebury College in Vermont. What happened is a lot of students set out during the pandemic. They stopped going into to school. They were doing it online. Well, this uh, fall semester, they've had 2,900 students sign up to return to school in the fall. They're not overbooked. They didn't bring in more students than they can house. These are just returning students. So what they've decided is 30 students can apply if you're a junior or senior at this college and agree to sit out fall and winter semester. Basically go back next year and they'll give you $10,000. Not in school credit, a a check for $10,000. So other kids can come in. So other kids can come in, right, the freshmen and sophomores. That means somebody in the office made a mistake. That's what that means? Yeah, Uh that means they miscounted. Yeah, we've got, we're full. It's, uh, you know, it's (laughs) it's February. We're good for next year. We're we're all, no, you're supposed to carry the one. (laughs) Oh, I'm off. A hundred thousand? Oh, son of a bitch. We got to come up with something clever. That's what this lady basically said to me when I went to my daughter's school yesterday. She said, I'm working on submissions that I got um, for new students um, from back last year. I'm like, ma'am, school starts next week. What do you mean you're just working on it now? Isn't this something that should have already been done before now? So what if she can't get in? What if uh, some paperwork isn't correct? Like who waits until a week before school to make sure your kids can get in there? It's a different world. I mean, a totally different world. This is going to be fun following my daughter going into college. And she, I asked her, I said, you know, have, have you gone and, <laughs> such a, I guess a stupid question, but I said, you know, have you gone and, you know, looked at your books? I'll give you a little tip. You always get the used ones because I already mm-hmm. highlighted and uh, and just hope that there's from a smart person. It was, kind of, it was kind of like a joke, right? What books? But the joke fell flat because she looks at me and goes, we don't use books. They don't. Everything's, Everything's online. online. <laughs> They don't have one book. Everything's online. And do they still have to pay a subscription to get the access? I'm sure. And that's how they screw you because you used to be able to get a used book. Right, exactly. Well, you get it passed down. Mm-hmm. You know, And now you can't do that. You can't do that. The old school way was they would change like one edition 
and then you'd be screwed because you'd need the 99 and they they moved to the 2000. Yep. Now it's all online so they can screw you. Again, there's something about, there's something to be said about the story. You're going to hear me say this a lot, you know, if we're just meeting today for the first time. I'm all about the story. I feel like we have sound music as a soundtrack of our life, our lives. You know, there's one song for each chapter. Yep. You know, um, if you ever come over my house, you'll see in my studio slash office slash man room, I have different albums hanging on the wall. Each of those albums represent, for the most part, some of them were just gifts that I hang up there, but most of those, the the, the first few albums that have represent a portion of my life and, mm-hmm. and what was going through. Uh, same with schooling. You know, in high school, it was a thing when I was in school, you know, 89 and 93, of never using your locker. So you'd put all your bags in your bag because you only had four minutes in between classes. And that four minutes, you either A, had to go to the bathroom, or B, wanted to spend with your friends or your girlfriend. You didn't want to spend it walking to your locker, which was always inconveniently located to where your yes. next class was. <laughs> so there's like a 100-pound bag that I'm carrying around, which is horrible for your back at a young age. Very bad for your back. But it's part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, saying that you're reading your books online is not part of the story. No. Buying your concert tickets online is not part of the story. Waiting for a day or two in the rain in a tent eating granola bars or whatever for concert tickets, that's a story. I don't want that to ever be my story, though. But it's a story. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just, it's tough to find a story when there's no story there. Right. It's all about the story. No, thank you. I sat in my living room for 90 minutes while I was in a queue waiting for it to give me my Ticketmaster.com. Right, exactly. I went through a power outage, and I had to re-log on, and thankfully, <laughs> it saved my, I mean, this is the craziest story ever for these Tay-Tay tickets. I got to tell you, you know. What they call it, right? Tay-Tay? Tay-Tay. Taylor who Swift. is Tay-Tay? How do you not know who that is? Tay-Tay. Oh, y'all don't rename Taylor Swift. We, we, no, we did not do it. I think they did it. I think our audience did it. It's a it's a thing. I've never heard them refer to her well, as Tay-Tay. Swifty. I hear you say it, so I thought Swifty, you made yeah. it up Nelson to give everybody I, a nickname. Nelson and, I, Nelson and I are nifty Swifties. Yes, we are. Sure you are. Nelson is for sure. No. Just couldn't get to that show. I know. That girl, wanted to, though. That girl gave her drivers... For the trucks for this tour, which will go down in history as the highest grossing tour of all time. Any band, any genre, over a billion dollars, this tour is going to gross. She wrote a handwritten letter. It was delivered by her father to each of the drivers of these trucks that were hauling her stuff for this gigantic tour. $100,000. Not just the drivers. She gave it to everybody who worked with her on the tour. Everybody got $100,000. Wow. Dancers, drivers. Backup singers, if you was a stagehand, everybody got $100,000. Guarantee they all got a handwritten she letter. She spent too. $55 million. That's sick. Yes, it is, but it's awfully nice. That's next level. I've yeah. never had a boss give me a bonus that big. I've never had a boss give me a bonus ever. God, I would have been happy if I were one of her truck drivers. She gave me a free turkey for Thanksgiving. Right. Or right. You know, or just a handwritten letter. $50 to Safeway <laughs> to get my own turkey, Woo. and I'll pay the other 10 bucks or whatever. Right. Thanks, thanks, Tay Tay. <laughs> hundred grand, fifty-five million. I didn't know she gave it to everybody. 50, yeah, she gave it to everybody. That is a ball. I saw uh, Zach from Shinedown tweet uh, last night. He goes, "I've always been a fan, but this is goat status." Yeah, absolutely. Next level. Yeah, she's undeniable. When you do something like that, mm-hmm. also probably a pretty big tax write-off. Don't you think? There's some way she funneled it. I, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure. Dad goes to her. Hey, look, I was just talking to, you know, 
Bernie Rosenberg. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said that, uh, you know, $55 million is where we're at. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what we got to do. Yep. You know, so we can get that nice little break. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> get my stunt double to write the letters for me, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. If you got something on the text machine, I know there was a few throughout the program that we didn't get to, so we'll read some of those off as well. 916-909-0985, same number. Messaging data rate supply, we'll do that. Uh, roll some credits and get out of here on a Thursday. Give us a minute. Hang on. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. About out of here for a Thursday. 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 Date night Thursday is what we call it. That's what we're calling it for Nelson. <laughs> Big night tonight. <laughs> First date for Nelson since moving to Sacramento. He found himself a little Trudy too. I the... don't like that. I'm gonna call her Fruity too. No, you can't change Fruity it. Too. <laughs> On Tinder, <laughs> and uh, about six o'clock. How do you not have a time? You have a location, but not a time. Got a loose time because, well, I mean, I know that she gets off work around five, and she even said, "Well, what time are you thinking?" I was like, "I figure like six, six thirty." You gotta, you gotta be a man. Say you're there by six, and if you're not, then don't even bother showing up. He don't even need to show up if that's what he gonna text her and say. Cause she definitely won't after that. You text me and say that you're gonna be showing up to yourself. That's why I couldn't date in this mm. app world, because if you're late, you're out. Everybody's late. Then you're all out. And a woman can't get off work at five and necessarily be ready to go by six. Well, right. So I mean, if it's seven o'clock, that's fine. So you're just gonna wait at this place? No, I'm no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll have it finalized the... by lunchtime. Okay. What's it called? Tipsy? <laughs> he doesn't want to tell me. I don't want to say it again. <laughs> Tipsy putt? Tipsy putt? Tipsy putt? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Where's it at? It's in Doko. Doko. Okay. If anybody wants to go out there and get some pictures, some video, Tipsy putt. Interrupt. I'll pick up your tab. Just interrupt. To interrupt. God. Well, you know, nicely interrupt. Do yeah, you want Nelson to have a second date? I don't care, but I'm just saying it would be funny. He's not going to have a second date if somebody interrupts. <laughs> Maybe, though. Maybe. I mean. It's not my dating life. You'll only have a second date if somebody interrupts and says, oh, my gosh, are you Nelson? Can I get a picture? And she'll be like, oh, he's cool. But if somebody interrupts, like, excuse me, baby's oh. giving me a free meal. Just need a picture, you guys. Thanks. That, that's what you oh. do. And run off. Okay. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll all win here. We'll, we can put him over. So if, oh. you, if you can stop by. Oh, my God. Are you Nelson? You've got that show on 98 Rock. The rest of the show sucks, but you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can't stand Nikki D and her stupid laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- do, do one of those. If it weren't for you, the show would be horrible. Oh, God. I heard the station's going downhill. I, mean, I heard the stock's off or whatever some of these comments have been. I mean, is that what I tell people? Sure. But, I mean, they don't have to say it. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what you say. Say everything like the troll said about us like when we got on. <laughs> Yeah. But just point it to us. Yes. Yeah, you're the you're the hero. We're, Sidestep it. Yeah, just side you're step. the exception. Okay. So you got to be honest about this tomorrow. Oh, uh, I will. Yeah. And Why I, would I tell you this and not be honest later? I'm surprised that you just told me last night. Like, you're I'm, surprised. I'm appalled. Yeah. You want to know about being mad. I'm really mad about this. I'm smiling and I'm being uh, nice, but I'm mad. Yeah. You look mad. I am. I have to help Nelson through all of his dating stuff. I got to tell you, you've had a rough day between this and the Lizzo. <laughs> it's a, it's a, and that. It's been a tough day. <laughs> I haven't even a, had one of those today. It's a tough week for you. 
I'm on, I'm pushing through. It hasn't been very well. Oh, you know, it's <laughs> actually been a pretty good week. Thank you. It's been a. It could have been a, a weller week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, a gooder week. A gooder week. <laughs> could have been a gooder week. This week wasn't very good, Lydia. Right. You, you got to be excited. Yeah, I'm excited. You're not looking for sex. Not tonight. I mean, not tonight. No. No, no, no. Good. No, but I would. But like, if she offered it, though. Yes. I you would, take it. Yes. In a heartbeat. Yes. So you're not looking for. Well, I can't say that. I saw. No, I don't. I wouldn't night. say that. I'm I, at this point. I don't know. I want to find someone. This is a new chapter in my life. It would be nice to have someone to share these new successes with. Yes. That's what you should say to her. That's a great line. That's so sentimental. No, you go. Uh, I'm really happy that you're here with me tonight. This is a new chapter in my book. And I'd like for you to turn the page because it's a pop-up book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really good. (laughs) No, it's not. Don't forget it. Write it down. I'm going to put my earbud in and then I'm just going to call you. (laughs) You look like Secret Service. Uh, You could Cyrano me. (laughs) All right. All right, Bailey. What do I say now? <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about you tonight. It's gonna be very excited. I'm excited. But you better for call before he gets ready to go to bed, or you're gonna be SOL. <laughs> oh yeah, phone goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even think about it. All right, you got anything uh, on the text machine? Man? Are y'all really just not going to mention a former president trying to overthrow an election on headlines? Uh, well, you just said it all. I mean, why do we have to tell you? You seem yeah. like you know. That's <laughs> exactly what we're going to say. I really, here's the thing. Uh, I'd like to stay away, unless it's funny, you know, you can poke fun, but I like to stay away from the politics. I really do. I mean, I'll mention it, you know, I'll bring it up. I'm not afraid to say Donald Trump or Joe Biden or anything mm-hmm. like that, but, you know, the, what it, times have changed in this business, right? Like, Everyone, you used to be able to, you know, sacrifice a lamb for the better of the village. You really can't do that. And I will still do that if it, if it calls for it. Like, if you call up and you're a total dick, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll put you down uh, and I'll risk it. But for the most part, you don't want to polarize your audience right. based off of what you think is right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, what I go, it's what I always talk about that I'm very much against is I've got no problem with other people having opinions. Just don't tell me my opinion's wrong. Right. You know, so and that's kind of where it goes when you the only way you can talk about this stuff is by having an opinion. Nobody wants to listen to somebody behind a microphone without an opinion. That's why news is the way it is now. (laughs) As much as you or I don't like it as much because it's not just giving you the news. It's still highly rated because they give their opinion. Mm -hmm. It gets under your skin. Right. That's it's entertainment news. That's what it is. Um, and I don't bring it up. You know, I mean, you know what's going on. If you don't know what's going on. Pfft. Shame on you. No, God bless you that you've <laughs> been able to stay away from it. Right. right? But you, everybody knows what's going on. I mean, my opinions don't matter. Right? They don't matter to you. Who cares? I don't even care about my opinion with this stuff. <laughs> I'd rather much talk about Nikki D, Nikki D being upset about Lizzo and mm-hmm. Nelson going out on a first date and D-list celebrities on cameo. It's funny. It yes. is. It makes people happy. It doesn't make me happy when we talk about Lizzo, but everything else makes me happy. <laughs> That kind of stuff doesn't make people happy. It makes people angry, you know? So that's why I don't do it. To answer your question to the sir or ma'am on the text. And then you got a volunteer that says they'll do it. They'll go out and take pictures of Nelson tonight. Okay, (laughs) go to my personal, well, you can go to the show social media, listen to the BS, and just DM me who you are, and let's talk. 
before you go out there. And let's put a game plan together. Or you can go to my socials. Yes. My personal socials. Go to his personals. He'll be able to see it and respond yeah, easily. But don't go to don't let Nelson know who you are. Yeah, so go to his personal, like right. go to Jason's social. Don't no, go to go our to listen, listen to the BS. To the BS. Because Nelson will see you there. <laughs> no need to not go to listen to the BS. <laughs> Nikki, what do you got? Free Lizzo. Free Lizzo. That's fat joke? No, free oh. her from the scrutiny. Oh, Sugar free Lizzo? Like free Willie. Uh, Nelson? So it's new chapter. Glad you're here. Turn the page. Pop-up book. Excellent. Okay. All right. At Listen to the BS on social, at The Bailey Show on the YouTube. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. We appreciate your time. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.